What up, what up, what up? Wake up with me. I'm here. Troy Taylor don't think I'm going to show up. I missed one day in three weeks. He don't think I'm going to show up. Hey, wake up, wake up. This is it. We're here. Coach JB's back. I'm going to break down this Kyrie Irving situation. Why Jalen Hurts can't win the big one. Plus, this coming college and NFL weekend. And can the Lakers win three in a row? Plus, so much more as Matt Matt will be joining me in the second hour to break down all things this weekend, football, college, and pro. Brought to you by betonline.ag, CanadaCBD.com. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. We get it all. Appreciate everybody joining me. Hit the like button, subscribe. Become a member today if you're not one already. Appreciate you. I'll see you on the other side. Yesterday, we had a little bit of uh, technical difficulty, plus I had a scheduling conflict. Had to go handle some business, if anybody must fucking know. But you really don't need to know. So, bottom line is, appreciate the support. Uh, see you back here today, and I appreciate that. As we're going to talk all things short, fat, skinny, and tall. Lots to break down. Uh, let's get you the quote of the day, first of all. Um, I got to start you off with a bang. You can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. Dog. Y'all motherfuckers think you can control the narrative. You cannot. You can't. You can't control the waves. But learn how to surf so you can stop making fucking excuses about why you can't control the waves. (laughs) Stop making it, dog. Just fucking learn to surf. Ride the shit out. Figure it out. Turn over rocks. I don't know what else to tell you. But there's some other ways about it instead of just talking about I can't stop the waves. I have no shot. Motherfucker. Yeah, you do. Learn how to ride the wave. Um, Poll question. Poll question. Who wins this weekend? Tennessee or Georgia? Bama or LSU? Two teams. One poll question. Answer those two. Throw them in the comment section. Uh, I'm going to roll with Bama. I'm going to roll with Georgia. Um... I mean, I just got to, that's what I got to roll with. We're going to check it out. We're going to see, um, but we'll find out. Um, contrary to belief, this segment is brought to you by CanadipsCBD.com. Make sure you head on over to CanadipsCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps, and get you a couple tens. Email me, CoachJB12 at gmail.com in order to be thrown into the Raffle at the end of the football season. Bottle of whiskey, bottle of vodka, hoodie, hat, visor, book and poster. All those things. If you win, go buy you a dip can. Send me the receipt and I got you. Contrary to belief. Apologizing is another way to say that I'm a shitbird. Sorry. Yeah, can't wait to get into Kyrie Irving. Apologizing is just another way to say that I'm a fucking shitbird. It ain't nothing else. There's nothing else to it but to say that. I apologize. Well, guess what? I'm a shitbird. That is what I'm telling you. I'm sorry. 
Okay. I'm so sorry that I'm a shitbird. <laughs> that is what you're telling everybody. Contrary to your belief, you're a shitbird and you're going to now apologize for what you really did. You really did some shitbird things. Now you're apologizing for why? Just so you can have your clear conscience. You can clear your conscience, go to sleep. Nah, that's why I don't apologize. Uh, only three types of people tell the truth. Only three types of people tell the truth contrary to belief. Kids, drunk folks, and everyone that I pissed off. If you don't understand what I just said, you're not very smart. Three types of cats tell the truth. Drunk, when you're drunk. Little kids, little kids always tell the truth. And folks that I piss off. Or you pissed off. That's just the truth. How often have you seen you piss somebody off and they're so damn butthurt, now all of a sudden they're telling everything. They're telling everything. What you did in the seventh grade. A man, JB, stole a piece of gum out the liquor store. <laughs> man, oh, snitch ass. You cats get mad when you get upset. You get mad and start telling, telling on people. Man, that's the only three cats in the world that tell the truth. Drunk folks, babies, and kids, and people that you piss off. That's a damn shame. We're here on the Contrary to Belief segment brought to you by Candidate CBD. Another one, someone who tells you everyone else's personal business and then ask you how it's going is a damn fraud don't ever 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 tell a person that told you that all kind of business about someone else and then ask you how it's going so you're going to be the topic of the next discussion when he's telling your homeboys about your ass dog someone who tells you everyone else's personal business is a damn fraud, especially after he asks you how you're doing. Man, I wish somebody would. I slapped the hell out of him. Don't ask me about how I am after you just told me Freddie, Johnny, and Sarah are all screwed up and how shady they are. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, man. Contrary to belief, uh, had to break that down. I, had, you know, I got to throw some truth serum. On it, on on in the mornings every so often. I gotta throw you guys some truth serum, man, because a lot of you guys need truth serum. A lot of you guys need truth serum. Because if I gave you a lot, if I gave a lot of you guys truth serum, you'd be like, man, you're right. I'm just kind of cowardly, and I just can't come out and say it, Coach JB. But I'm glad you are. I'm glad you say it. <laughs> oh, dog, it's unbelievable. Um, Ray Guy, Hall of Fame punter, passes away. 72 years old. Pretty young, man. Pretty young. Was a great kicker. I used to watch him as a kid for the Raiders, man. He would boom the hell out of the football. I've never seen another punter like him. He's probably the best punter I've ever seen. Uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, Michael Thomas is likely out for the season with a toe injury. How many games has this cat played in the last three years? Not very many. Um, this is the reason why I won't pay these cats. But you guys continue to want to pay them. You guys think you all know everything. Nah, we need to pay them. Yeah, well, go ahead and pay him. Um, how's James Harden working out? Uh, Dolphins signed Bradley Chubb to a five-year extension worth $110 million, $63 million guaranteed. Another cat. He's played what? I want to say he's played what? 22 games total in four years? How many games has Bradley Chubb played? Or better yet, how many games has Bradley Chubb missed 
If somebody knows, throw it out there for me. I'd love to know because I guarantee you Bradley Chubb has been missing more than he's been playing. And again, now we're going to pay a cat $110 million. I hope that don't bite the Dolphins in the butt uh, because availability is key. Uh, Louisville basketball won't face any postseason bans, apparently, so they beat that. Uh, James Harden is expected to miss another month due to a right foot tendon strain. Again, we want to pay these cats all this money. Harden wants to demand trades. Harden wants to act like I need to go here and then I can't win and I'm going to get out and I want to go there now and I can't win and I want to go out and I want to go there now. How many teams are you going to play for? And how hurt are you going to stay? Because your ass is out of shape. Because you won't get fully invested in the profession that you make hundreds of millions of dollars in. It blows my mind. Spurs psychologist is suing Joshua Primo, says he exposed himself to her and the, and the organization allowed it for, for a long time for, with multiple different females. Another one of these situations, like I said, Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, the, the attorney that filed all the suits versus Deshaun Watson, um, Busby or Busby or whatever. He's also the attorney defending this woman Spurs psychologist. It's kind of fucking weird. It's ironic. It's ironic to say the least. That's all I'll say. Uh, now, he is one of Texas's biggest lawyers, I understand. But damn, he's sure around a lot of famous folks. Jeff Bezos is eyeing a bid on the Washington Commanders to purchase the team. Um, also, uh, with him, apparently, is uh, Jay-Z. Apparently, Jay-Z is also interested in buying the team um, with him. Bezos apparently has came up to him and 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 said, you know what, Jay-Z, Hova, you want to uh, buy the wussies with me? That's who they are, the Washington wussies. Do uh, you want to buy them? Interesting to see the least. Interesting. I think Jay-Z has a big stake in the Nets already. I uh, wonder how pissed off he is. Kawhi Leonard is another one, but he's the inventor of load management. I mean, so how do you know now? See, that's the thing about it. How do you know now? Let me ask you something. How do you know now that Kawhi Leonard is either really seriously hurt, injured, or load managing himself? How do you know? That's the problem. See, you, you, you allow it instead of coach it for so very long. And then guess what happens? Now you have this situation. Now you have this situation, Houston. Now you have a situation where you don't know if the cat is really injured, hurt, or faking it. Because you allowed this cat to have load management for the last four years. Kawhi is the inventor of load management. And now you wonder why he's out five games this start the season. Like, dog, it blows my mind. Um NBA player Miles Bridges pleads no contest to domestic violence charge and will receive no jail time. Um, so, I mean, Andy Reid's uh, son, he actually uh, pleaded guilty and got three years. So I guess, you know, um, I guess one's different than the other. Usually it's the other way around. Usually 
you know, it's the black folks were talking about the hit a cat that got three years and the white cat that hit a female pled no contest and got no time. Now it's switched here. Now it's switched here. So let's not hear no bullshit. Let's keep it real. It's switched. Miles Bridges hit a female. He's getting no jail time and pled no contest. Just so you know out there in the criminal world, in the legal world, no contest is guilty. <laughs> Let's keep it 100. No contest is guilty. Okay. Don't get it twisted. So let's just make sure. When I was falsely accused of fucking eight felonies, I didn't go in there and say no contest, contrary to your belief. I said not guilty. And let's ride, like the great Russell Wilson says. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, the Giants GM has reportedly contacted OBJ. Odell Beckham Jr. If OD, if OBJ goes to the Giants, how pissed would you be if you were Aaron Rodgers? How absolutely infuriating would you be if you were Aaron Rodgers and the Packers do nothing in the trade deadline? Nothing. The Packers do absolutely nothing. And then the Giants... With Daniel Jones, scoop up OBJ. You couldn't get Chase Claypool, who's very average in my opinion, but at least it would have been another guy, right? You couldn't get Claypool. You couldn't get anybody. And OBJ is going to now sneak off to the Giants again. Ah, man, I'd be hot. I'd be hot as fish grease if I was Aaron Rodgers, dog. There is no better wide receiver than OBJ Carl Regal. Tell me a receiver out there that you can get right now who's better than OBJ. Carl Regal said OBJ is washed up. Rodgers needed a better wideout than that. There's no one better than that. What other wideout is out there? There's no receivers out there floating around that are good. You want Brandon Cooks that that didn't play last night against the Eagles on Thursday night football on national TV? primetime television on a horrible streamed Amazon, you showed up on a game on national TV to not play because you were mad about not being traded. You just signed a contract, Cooks, in April. You just signed a contract in April of this year to be a Houston Texan. I'm sorry that it isn't going your way. I'm sorry that you're losing. Oh, your team that you told your brothers and teammates that you would ride or die for is losing? And now you want out? Oh, no, you bullshit me. No way. You're not that soft, are you? Yes, you are. And so is everyone else. And everyone watching you do that is soft as hell because they think you're okay for doing it. Regardless of you signing a contract just five, six months ago, and now you're soft and sour that you're losing games, and now you want out. Because if it gets hard, I can't face no adversity, man. I need out. I got to go somewhere else. (laughs) I'm going to walk into Walmart and tell everybody to stop what you're doing. I'm about to ruin the hip-hop life. I should be flowing rap songs. I'm going to walk into Walmart and say, listen. Workers, stop what you're doing. Raise your hand if all of you in here are sour and mad about your job. 
here at Walmart as you make $9 an hour and you serve every toothless, shoeless, insexual human being on planet Earth every single day. Raise your hand, Walmart workers. <laughs> They're all going to raise their hand, dog. Tell me, you guys want to get traded to Costco? Hell yeah, coach. We need to go to Costco. This shit is garbage here at Walmart. This ain't for me, man. I serve this toothless dude every single day. He got no teeth. He married to his sister. He thinks his sister's his wife. His wife's his mama. He's married to his three cousins. He has kids by them. And I got to serve them every single day. They get their fruit here. They get their vegetables here. They get their water here. And I want to go to Costco. Walmart ain't it. But I signed a contract at Walmart three months ago. And I'm stuck here, dog. I can't go nowhere. Damn, man. Hey, that's life, dog. Maybe when you're done with the contract, maybe you can go somewhere else. But let's finish the contract because that's what you agreed to. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Cool. Peace. <laughs> but not in the NFL. Not in the NBA. James Harden, you could demand a trade all you want, even though you got four years left on your deal in Houston. Let me get traded to, Baltimore, uh, to Brooklyn. Oh, you don't like Brooklyn either? Nah. Now you want to get traded again? But you just signed a two-year deal in Brooklyn. Oh, it don't mean nothing? All right, let me demand a trade because I'm James Harden, and I kick it with the baby, and I'm fat and out of shape. And guess what? Now I got what I wanted. The team paid me what I wanted, and now I can't give the team what they wanted. James Harden. A healthy, in shape James Harden. Now they can't get that, but I got what I wanted. And that's what's wrong with you cats out here in America. You motherfuckers all think that you deserve some shit without giving back. Like what? What part of the game is this? Nah, earn your stripes and then I'll pay you. I ain't giving you the keys to the Ferrari and I never even taught you how to drive it. Dog, you guys are, oh my goodness, I can't, it, it irks me. It irks me that I keep seeing these enabled soft cats every day demand. This is why TikTok shuts me down. TikTok shuts me down because I keep it too real. <laughs> like, that's the problem. I keep it too real with TikTok. That's why they can't handle me. They shut, They bounce. They cut me off after I say too many real things. So it is what it is. Oh, it's not a platform for me. It's all good. But... Quit buying into the softness of these cats demanding trades. And then you make excuses for excuses. Make excuses for excuses as to, man, Coach James Harden deserves to go there, man. Really? What does he deserve for? Has he won? No. Hasn't won anything, Coach. Oh, really? Damn. Hasn't won anything. Okay. Uh, what does he deserve then? Because he dribbles one-on-one -on, -one on top of the key. And everyone thinks it's pretty. And then he shoots a three-point shot from 40 feet. And then he makes, you know, 30% of them. And you guys think he's the best? <laughs> ah, that shit is unbelievable, dog. You guys really think that shit is real. Like, oh, my God. Um, anyway. <sighs> what up, chat? Uh, I'm just seeing the chat, man. I had to get out, uh, start the show off. Uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, I'm going to speak to a, a couple high school football teams today um, before their playoff game. And then I'm going to go to a playoff game and watch the game. So uh, 
I got to get ready soon, uh, or later on this early this afternoon, get ready for that. I got to go speak a few places, drive around town, and then I'll be at a game tonight. Just first game all season. I haven't gone to a game. I haven't seen a game. Uh, so I'll go check it out. I was invited. So I said, all right, if I'm invited, I'll go check it out. Um, man, lot to discuss. TikTok, what up, man? I'm still on here. I appreciate everybody on TikTok. Haters, too. You guys are my favorite, biggest fans. Come on over to YouTube live as we're rocking the house here on YouTube. Come on through. It's in my bio link if you don't know. Ash, go lay down. Ash, come on, dude. You're all wet, homie. Go lay down. Um, Appreciate everybody hitting the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Uh. Lots to discuss, man. We're in the pre-snap read of this show still. Uh, yesterday was our second install with Sean Salisbury. If you're not aware, me and Sean Salisbury are doing a show called Last Chance Q, and it'll start. It'll air. World premiere will be next Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific, on YouTube. Um, we've done two. We've knocked out two. Uh, you will not see those two in totality. You'll see clips out there this weekend, today, and tomorrow and Sunday of the two episodes. You'll see some clips of those um, and as teasers. But the show is going to be off the chain. We're breaking down NFL film. We have the rights to show NFL film. Unlike anyone else, we are going to have the greatest football show on the Internet, bar none. Right now, we're going to do it two times a week. We're already talking about doing it five days a week. It's going to be so electric. So can't wait uh, to... Uh, for you guys to see that. And also, if you're not a member on our Patreon, you can get all the documentation you want. If you're a coach, you want to learn O-line, D-line, you want to learn secondary, you want to learn wide receiver, you want to learn buzzwords, you want to learn quarterback play, you want some manuals for your staff, for your players, etc. You want teach tape, you want how to train, everyday drill film. We'll have it all on our Patreon located in my bio and my link tree as well on all my social media platforms and in the YouTube description patreon.com and then go to there and become a member on several tiers there's a lot of tiers we have and we offer um all right so miles bridges please no contest no jail time hits a girl we all thought the girl we didn't know what the girl was remember she was you guys say sus right the girl was kind of sus is that the word you guys use fucking sus dog sus sounds like something that like you like a I don't know. It just sounds like what is it? What does it give you guys? Cringe. Sus gives me cringe, motherfucker. That's the words you guys. That's the I'm gonna be you cats. I'm gonna be you young cat. Sus makes me cringe. <laughs> Coach AB, what's your thoughts on the Florida Gators? I have no thoughts on the Florida Gators. They're horrible. They're shitty. And why would I have thoughts about them? See, I don't go around watching every one of your favorite teams, everyone out there. Sorry. Cats ask me all the time. Coach, what's up with Charlotte? You like Charlotte? Charlotte what? The Hornets? Oh, they're not even around no more. No, University of Charlotte, they fired their coach. You should go be the coach. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll apply tomorrow. <laughs> um, Man, you guys don't get it. Uh, Miles Bridges, no contest. Another shitbird man who hits a female like, dog, I just don't get it. I don't understand it, but we don't give him no jail time. Plus, he's going to be allowed to continue to make millions of dollars. All the young people will see that and say, okay, cool. Now I can hit a girl and still work at Walmart. <laughs> no, you can't. Actually, you'll go to jail because you're not Miles Bridges. You're not Andy Reid's son. 
you're not these people that you think you want to be because you follow them on social media. The Houston Astros take a 3-2 lead, uh, two in a row, two victories in a row after they throw a combined no-no uh, the night before. Uh, the series is now 3-2, headed back to Philly, I believe, and Houston could wrap it up. Uh, I lost $500 last night. I picked the Houston Texans to beat the Eagles. The payout was worth the risk. Uh, it's all about risk versus reward for me. Scared money don't make no money. And it's funny how social media, ah, you don't know nothing you lost. Well, first of all, if you bet the Eagles, you're average. <laughs> if you bet the Eagles, you're average. And being average is easy. It's easy being average, homie. But if I would have hit that and won, everybody would have been like, damn, Coach JB, look, got his, let his nuts hang. No, that's what I do every day. Because scared money don't make no money. It's easy to be average. It's hard to be different. I ain't going to go with the average. Everybody picked the Eagles. Why would I go that route? See, I'm not a follower like you all. I don't make a left at the stop sign because you do. You make a left, dog, I'm making a right 99.9% .9 of the time, just so you know. So, yeah, I'm going to let them hang. And guess what? Don't be mad that I could blow 500, homie. Don't be mad that I could blow 500 and not trip. But quite as kept, dog, I need a super chat for every single one. <laughs> I was messing with Chase Sr. last night. I said, dog, I need some super chats, man. I just lost 500. Uh, man, I appreciate everybody hitting the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, nah, Hector, I I, I, uh, I got with a new company. I got to talk to you about it. I might have it as a new sponsor. And the payout was actually pretty, uh, pretty significant. I uh, can't announce who it is yet because they may be a new sponsor come Monday. So I'll be announcing that here shortly. Um, uh, oh, man, football's bad to watch. I can't wait till you get to see Last Chance Q with me and Sean Salisbury because we're going we're gonna to break down a lot of things, man. We're, we're going to expose a lot of things. Let's get into this. We're still in the pre-snap read. By the way, I want to make an announcement real quick. The pre-snap, post-snap, two-minute drill. First and 10, third and long. Those segments are so football-oriented. We're using those on Last Chance Q for our segments, okay? Having said that, I don't believe it's conducive to keep those here uh, on this show. So we're going to change those segments on this show, and we'll have something, you know, like sneak peek, uh, Door number one, door number two, door number three, and then like grand finale. All right. We're going to use it more show segmented. And so we'll figure that out. Uh, hopefully I'll have something for you on Monday. But the first down and stuff is going to move be all moved over to our last chance Q show since it makes sense. And uh, now we're going to have to come up with five new ones. I appreciate all the DMs and emails I've got from fans giving me five, uh, giving me five suggestions on what to call things. So. I appreciate it. Um, Kyrie Irving suspended five games yesterday for not saying um, for not saying he doesn't have anti-Semitic views. 
And then he says he won't apologize. All right. And he says he will not apologize. Then writes an apology on IG hours later. See, that's the thing, dog. I, I'm lost. I'm lost. All right. You lost me. You lost me. Um, because, dog, where I'm from, I live by the sword. I die by the sword. But I'm going to stick to my conviction. I'm going to do as I say and say as I do, regardless of the public opinion, regardless if I hurt your feelings, regardless of what you think about me. That is the big problem that I have. That is the big problem. Troy Taylor, you got options, homie. Why you sound like a dick writer? TikTok, what up? Come on over to my YouTube. Come on over to my YouTube. Uh, I'm live every day, 6 to 9 a.m., even when I miss and Troy Taylor's mad. Come on over to my YouTube show. Uh, I'm live. I'll see you guys later on today as well from the game. I'll be live from a couple games. I'll, I'll go live on TikTok. Come on over to YouTube, man, and get into this conversation. Peace. Um. Troy, you got choices, homie. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Go somewhere else, Troy, whatever your name is. You're a member just to be a dick rider. That shit is impressive. You pay me to ride my dick. Now that is pimping 101, homeboy. Troy Taylor, that is pimping 101. You pay me and you ride my dick. I'm a motherfucking P-I-M-P, especially with the dick riders. Hey, this motherfucker is a member, said the show's all over. He don't like it. Co-hosts don't show up, don't come to work, da-da-da, but yet he's in here watching the show. Oh, that shit is funny as shit. Um, we've already talked about a few things, but I, I got to dive into this, this Kyrie Irving thing, man. I really do. I, I live and die by the sword. That means whatever I am whatever I say, it's my conviction. I, I roll with it. I don't care about public opinion. I don't care about popular opinion. I don't care about cancel culture. I don't care if you don't like it or not. I don't care. If I do it, I do it. I'm not going to say I do it. And if I did it, I own it. I'm not apologizing for it. So I want to be clear. I want to be clear with that shit, and that's the bottom line. Fucking ash. Um. Oh, Vincent, dog, you have no idea how hard this shit is. Uh, doing multiple shows, dog. It's crazy, uh, especially when I was doing two a day. <laughs> um, go lay down. Um, so I gotta, I gotta be honest. He won't apologize, and now you get a, now you get, you know, basically suspended five games. You get suspended five games, and now you apologize. Literally a couple hours later, but you've been saying, "I'm not apologizing. I'm not apologizing. I'm sticking by it. I'm standing by it." And you have half the folks on the, in the media. Jason Whitlock defended you, dog. He defends you. 
And it's, it's back to a leftist, rightist thing. And I just, this is my issue. You cannot have it both ways. You literally do both every single season, Kyrie Irving. It's always about you, Kyrie Irving. Over the team, Kyrie Irving. Quit playing basketball, Kyrie Irving. Become a politician, homie. That's all I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. If you're going to do all this talk, then you're going to walk it. If you're going to talk it, you're going to walk it. But you can't dabble into it and then back out and apologize. If you're going to drop your nuts like you did with the shot and the vaccine, then stick with it. Actually, people turned. People turned their their their, their opinion and went with you because you stuck by it. You stuck by your conviction and what you believed in. And people have to respect it regardless if they don't like you. I don't like you. I respected your decision not to take the shot. I'm going to be honest. I respected your decision not to take the shot. I still think you're a bitch-made cat, Kyrie Irving. I still think you're a bitch-made cat to the fullest. Don't get it twisted. But I respected you by standing by your conviction and not taking the shot. The same with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. I think he's a little fucking weird, but he's a Cali Juco cat, drug through the same mud as myself. I think he's a top five ball spinner of all time. He's a multiple winning MVP. Um, I think he's a great, great quarterback. I don't really care what he does off the field. I don't care because I don't follow him like that. I only care what he does on the field. Kyrie Irving, you're not a politician. You're not a global impactful leader. You're not a guy that people are going to say, okay, Kyrie, thanks. We're going to listen to you. And now global warming's fixed. We're not listening to you like that. But we want to watch you play basketball because you got handles. You can go. You're elite. We want to see you play basketball. My point is, dog. If you don't want to play basketball and you want to do all this shit, last year was COVID. The year before that was Middle East. I would would miss games to go over to the Middle East with my brethren. No, you won't. Shut up. Why is every year something new with you? Own your fucking investment, which is hundreds of millions of dollars that the Nets are paying you. The NBA's paid you. The team that you signed up for that you so badly wanted to play for and be with KD and all this shit. Then you guys demand that you fire Steve Nash and then you get rid of that guy. And now you have it your way every single time it goes your way, Kyrie, and you still fuck it up. You get your cake and eat it too. Homie, play basketball with the team you said you were going to play with and shut the fuck up. Oh, you, we told LeBron just shut up and dribble after he said something about China. I don't give, no, I didn't. I didn't say that. And I don't really give a fuck what I'm telling. Ky- I don't even know nothing about that. What I'm telling Kyrie is, though, either play basketball with the team you signed up for with or quit and become a politician. Because, dog, it's always about you. It ain't ever about the team that you signed up with. That is the problem I have.
Like, I don't get it. Be available to your teammates and organization that is paying you a lot of fucking money. That's just what I want to see. I want to see you dribble between your legs, dog, and cross a cat up and score. Like, that is all I care about you doing. I don't understand how you can be so convicted on not taking it. See, this is why people don't want to break this down. You know why I know Kyrie is about himself and selfish and clickbaitish? When it came to getting a shot personally in your body, in your bloodstream, in your skin, pierced with a needle, you said absolutely not. You didn't apologize for it. You didn't give a fuck. I'm not letting that thing touch me. You were convicted. You stood by it. I respect it. Now I'm losing some respect because now when it's about others, you bitch out and apologize, dog. You're not as strongly convicted on this one. You're not as strongly as convicted on this one, dog. And now you're bowing out and apologizing because it's really not only about you. It's not really affecting just you no more. So if it's not just affecting Kyrie Irving, Maybe I'll apologize so I can play, make my money back. But I really don't give a fuck about my team because I basically said that. But at the same time, you know what? Eh, it ain't going to really hurt me personally. I'll make a fake apology and everyone's going to forgive me because everyone knows it's, it's about what I say, not what I do. And everyone in America thinks they believe me. So I'll get over on them and I'll be back in good graces here at any couple weeks. couple weeks. Nets fans will love me again when I'm scoring. I think that was the it. If he didn't apologize, I think that was it for him. And I don't think any team would have signed him. They would have cut him. They wouldn't have, he wouldn't have played. The Nets are the biggest shit show organization in, in professional sports right now. Even worse than the Washington Wizards or Washington Wussies, Washington Commanders, Washington Redskins, Washington team, Washington fucking shut up. Holy fuck, do we even know the name of the team in Washington anymore in the NFL? Daniel Snyder is apparently trying to sell the team to Bezos and Jay-Z. Kyrie Irving don't know what the fuck he's doing. Dog, we are an absolute shit show that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm not even going to be mad, dog. Hopefully I could tweet one more time before I have to pay $8. And I'll say, man, it's been a pleasure with you guys. And the asteroid is into our atmosphere and boom because <laughs> i ain't gonna be mad homie this is a fucked up time to be alive i'm gonna keep it real i'm gonna keep it real i'm gonna be honest oh man then they bring in a cat that we don't even know the totality of what he did in boston like who the fuck he fucked who he didn't fuck who he fucking like he's running around just dick swinging like the primo kid in in san antonio Udoka, the head coach is just letting his nuts swing around the office nobody's tripping and we're gonna just say fuck it we'll sign him over here to the nets because we do it all we sign anyone over here. Shit birds, fuck sticks, fucking. <laughs> Holy shit, homie. Oh, man, it's fucking crazy, dog. It's crazy. Nah, Isaac Lords. I I will never. Uh, by the way, I posted a little clip last night. And at least Isaac Lords is who he is all the time. So Isaac Lords is who he is on this show. 
And he's also who he is on Twitter. Because I posted a little video, and Isaac didn't like the little clip, I guess, of me and Sean breaking down some defense. And I think, I don't know if he rated it 5 out of 10 or whatever he does. I don't know what he did, but he was basically saying overrated average clip. I respect it. See what I'm saying, though? I respect it. I don't give a fuck. I'm not mad at Isaac because he says what he says. But you know what? Isaac sticks by what he says, homie. I got to respect it. He's going to fall on the sword and die by it. Kyrie won't. Kyrie's going to go whatever the money takes him or whatever the contrary to belief takes him or whatever the popular opinion takes him. Can't respect a cat like that. I've already didn't like him. I already thought he was a piece of shit. I already thought who I thought he was is who he is. And now it's just totally has me now like, dog, Kyrie's a fucking shit bird. Kyrie is the biggest shit bird there is. I don't understand. If I was KD, I'd be like, get the fuck off my team, homie. Like, at what point do you say, get the fuck off my team? I'm just going to be honest. Oh, man. It's fucking crazy. Um, We're still in the intro of the show, man. I can't even believe we're almost an hour in here. Mel Kuyper's top 10 draft projections. He has Will Anderson, Alabama edge rusher, number one. Jalen Carter, defensive lineman for Georgia, two. And then he's got C.J. Stroud at three. Will Levis at four. Bryce Young at five. Um, I was looking through there, and he has Jordan Addison at 10. Paris Johnson, Ohio State old tackle at nine. Michael Mayer, the tight end at Notre Dame at eight. Bijan Robinson, the Texas running back at seven. He's got a Northwest uh, Northwestern kid at O-Tackle, Peter Skoransky. He's at six. And then you got Bryce Young, Will Levis, Stroud, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson. Who I don't see on there is Hooker. I don't see Hendon Hooker on there. Um, I got to be honest. There's no way in the world that you can take Will Levis over Hendon Hooker right now in today's NFL. Can't do it. There's no way. And he has Will at number four above Bryce Young. Mel Kuyper has lost a lot of marbles over the last few years. I'm going to be honest. He hasn't been very successful with his picks. And he's kind of seems like, is he gone senile? Is he gone senile? Because a lot of these things right here on this top 10 is bad. They It is very, very bad. I'll be honest. There's no way Will Levis goes above Bryce Young, in my opinion. There's no fucking way, A. Uh, B, unless Hooker says I'm coming back to college and, it's, and I'm off the, the deal, that's why he's not on there, then maybe that's it. But other than that, dog, that's bad. That top 10 for Mel Kuyper is not very good. Gonzaga's in discussion to join the Big 12. Now is when I say, oh, shit. Because if Gonzaga joins the Big 12 in basketball, Mark Pugh, who I've said has been the smartest coach in basketball for staying at Gonzaga, dominating as the big fish in the small pond, 
turning down places like UCLA, turning down places like North Carolina, turning down places like these big time schools, Louisville, etc., to stay in Gonzaga because he knew I'm the big fish in a small pond. I could get a DUI. I can be fine. I won't get fired. Nobody will know I got a DUI in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, uh, Spokane, Washington. I'm going to stay up here. Nobody will fuck with me. Now, if you go to the Big 12, you're the small fish in the big pond. And I wonder if Mark Few gets out of Gonzaga. I wonder if he gets out of Gonzaga. I don't know. Curious. Curious to see what happens there. Um, yeah, I, it's it's crazy, dog. I don't know. I don't know about these. I'm, I'm not sold on any of the quarterbacks. I'm not sold on any of the quarterbacks, period. Period. Yeah, Jeremiah, that's what I figured. I figured that's why you don't have Hooker on there. But I still, um, I don't know, man. I, I I don't understand how bad we, why we're so bad across America. Why we are so bad. And at the quarterback position blows my mind. And me and Sean Salisbury are going to expose it, dog. You're going to start seeing it live next Tuesday. It's bad, though. It is really bad. Um, Alabama lands five-star quarterback Julian Sain. Uh, He's out of Carlsbad, California, right here up the street from me. Uh, 6'1", 190 kid. Um, and I'm, I'm curious. I haven't seen him play at all. Uh, Carlsbad, San Diego type of area right here in SoCal. Another big-time California quarterback. Another one going to Alabama. Another one going outside of California. Another one bites the dust. Why can't we keep our talent at home? At We have multiple major universities, dog. Who's going to be the different maker? Who's going to be the difference maker and lands and keeps one of these dudes? Bryce Young left, DJ left, Stroud left. Like, what in the fuck? Nico's leaving for Tennessee. Like, the kid at Los Al, is he staying at SC or is he going to Texas? Like, dog, we're losing everyone. We got the best quarterbacks in America and we're losing them outside of California. Once the one guy can keep them home and say, here you go, dog, you need to stay home and play at SC, UCLA. I mean, goddamn, Cal, Stanford. I mean, I don't know. Like, not only are we losing them on the West Coast, period, Oregon can't get them. UW can't get them. Arizona State, Arizona can't get them. Like, what is cracking? The Pac-12 can't even get them. 12 or whatever, 10 schools now. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson's supposed to start for the Browns versus the Texans. You have to be shitting me. Cleveland Browns, you have to be shitting me, Cleveland Browns. There is no possible way your PR department is this bad. There's no way. There is no way that your PR department 
is this insensitive about what's going on out here. And you're going to let this motherfucker play against the team he left. <laughs> Cleveland, you guys are fucking bad. I'm going to be honest. You guys are very, very bad. I got to be real, dog. Oh, my God, dog. It is unbelievable. It's unbelievable, dog. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way that you can really be that dumb. There's no way. You're going to allow Deshaun Watson to come back for the Browns and start versus the Texans. There's no way. Isaac Lords, you got to shut the hell up sometime, dog. You got to shut the hell up sometime, dog. You say some dumb shit. Um, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy have started something called TMRW Sports. They've gained 26 investors from former and current athletes, including Steph Curry, Serena Williams, and Shohei Otani. Of course. The first project, project is a virtual pro golf tour. We're going to make a pro golf tour virtual so you're going to have a virtual one. Hmm. Interesting. Who's invested in that? I want to stay home, continue to be obese, stay fat, and virtually play on a tour. <laughs> that is how soft we are, homie. That is where we are headed in the world. We're so eager to be someone we'll never be. Something we never can touch because we're never going to be good enough to be a top-tier professional athlete as a golfer would be. Pro football, pro basketball, pro baseball. That is why you guys play fantasy football. Because you weren't good enough to really play football. That's why you guys play fantasy baseball. That is why you guys play fucking virtual golf. Because you're not good enough. But on social media, you can reach out and DM Tiger Woods. And maybe he likes it. And friends, oh my God, he liked my DM. Holy shit. Now I'm going to go crazy. And you know what? I will pay a million dollars to be in your virtual golf tournament. <laughs> That's real shit right there that I just said. And you guys can't even fathom what I said. Because you all think you belong. You all think just because you can DM one of these top-tier athletes in the world that you think you're cool with them and you think you're good and can play on a tour. So they suckered you into investing into a golf virtual academy. I'm going to, man, I'm on the pro virtual golf tournament. I made a, I paid a million dollars to be in it, but you know what? I can play with the big boys now. <laughs> Oh, my God, we're soft. We are sad in society, homie. We are so sad. When is football going virtual? Please tell me. When is football going virtual? Can somebody tell me when football is going virtual? Because that'll be the, the end of me. I, that's when I want the asteroid to hit us. Boom! Because there's no way. We will be going virtual in football eventually. Watch. Just watch. We'll be going virtual in football. Oh, man, dog. I can't believe some of the stuff I'm seeing. I'm be honest. The Eagles place defensive tackle Jordan Davis on IR. That's not a good thing for them. 
Uh, it's the big boy from Georgia who came in the draft and ran a ridiculous 40 time at 330 pounds or whatever. Um, that hurts the Eagles uh, that I'm, I'm going to dive into the Eagles here deep. Matt McChesney will be joining me later on. Um, oh, man, it is unbelievable, Hector, what happens. Um, that's a big loss. Bill Self is suspended for the first four games of season, including the game versus Duke. This is stemming from a 2017 investigation. I am very, very confused as to why and how you can wait five years and suspend a dude in the current for what happened five years ago. I mean, dog. <laughs> Seven years, dog, and it gets wiped off your record. <laughs> so five years, you wait? And now you suspend him for a class that wasn't even around? So now this class suffers from five years ago? You think you're really hurting the coach who makes millions of dollars? No, you're hurting the players now that have to suffer for losing their coach. Because you couldn't handle it expeditiously five years ago and make it happen then. It makes no sense to me, dog, how, how, how the NCAA is allowed to do the things they do and aren't called out or sued by every single person that has been screwed over like these guys. I don't understand. It blows my mind, dog. It blows my mind. I'm just telling you. Um, um, you disagree with me, Adrian Riley, about who? Uh, Kyrie Irving? Oh, I love disagreeing. Disagreements make great conversation. Um, you disagree with me on the Nets players take. You looking at it as a basketball. I'm confused. I'm looking at it as a, as a basketball fan. Is that what you meant? Have to look from a human perspective and take the sports out of it. No, that's where you're wrong, homie. Adrian, that's where you're wrong, brother. Sorry. You are wrong. I'd love to have this conversation with you, to be honest. Uh, you're very wrong, though. Why would I want to talk to Kyrie Irving about my life and human relations? Why? I can do that with you. I can do that with everybody on CNN, Fox, and every single other mainstream media person that wants to talk politics. Why do I need to hear that from Kyrie Irving. See, the problem is, dog, you, everyone on Fox, CNN, and everyone else talking on platforms, they can't cross a cat over and take the ball to the rack and hit a buzzer beater to win an NBA title. None of those guys can do that. One of those guys can. That's His name's Kyrie Irving. I want to watch that guy do that, play basketball. Why the fuck do I want to hear him break down real life scenarios? <laughs> I could get that from the left and the right. What do you mean? Why do I want to hear about that from Kyrie Irving? I can't separate basketball from real life with Kyrie Irving, dog. What are you talking about? It ain't about no real life scenario. Kyrie Irving is a basketball player. Then, what's your name? I'm sorry. 
uh, Adrian, Adrian Riley. He's a basketball player, dog. He's not a rocket scientist. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, is Kyrie going to be the guy that sets me straight and gifts me on the right path in my philosophy and beliefs and is going to be a world leader and save me from all the bad in the world? <laughs> Hell no. Kyrie's going to cross a motherfucker over and take the ball to the rack. I want to see that. Then don't do it then. Go become a po politician, Kyrie. How do you take away basketball from and, and, and make this a real-life thing, Riley? It ain't. This is a basketball thing. Nobody wants I don't give a shit about what Kyrie thinks, dog. I want to see him play basketball. That's the problem. You can't put this into, like, yeah, the one lady told LeBron, shut up and dribble. Like, what do you think about that one, Riley? Like, I'm just curious. Like, so shut up and dribble, LeBron. You could do that. And you're good with that, Riley, right? Everybody on the right's good with that. Everybody on the left's mad at that, right? I mean, let's just be real. So what is the difference? Why should we tell LeBron to shut up and dribble? But when it comes to Kyrie, let's hear his philosophy on why the turtles are dying in the ocean. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Which one are you going to ride with? See, Riley, I hope you're not a follower. I hope you're a leader. Because, see, I don't listen to anybody on the right. I don't listen to anybody on the left. I'm sorry. I'm just a realist. I'm an independent thinking cat. I'm going to think for myself, meaning I'm going to go find the truth and say it. I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth and make up stuff so I have to come out and apologize. No, I just told you guys apologizing is for shitbirds. You're apologizing because you're a shitbird. And it's making your conscience better when you go to sleep at night that you apologized. Apologies don't mean nothing. That's why you never hear me say an apology unless it's right now. So, dog, I'm just like, hey, I hear you, uh, Riley. I hear you. I'm glad you are a leader through and through. The thing is, how can you listen to Kyrie Irving then? If you're a leader through and through, why are you depending on Kyrie Irving for your daily advice? I'm curious, dog. I got to be honest, homie. <laughs> if you're waiting on Kyrie for advice, then you're fucked up. And so is everybody else that keeps posting shit about it. I'm just going to keep it real. And I've told certain people that I talk to and I know all the time that are defending it. I'm like, let me be honest, dog. There's two, two sides of it. I would respect Kyrie if he stuck by his belief like he did when he didn't take the shot. But the, the shot was a personal thing. It affects his personal being, his body. This thing right now, you, 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 you faked up, dog. You stood up strong. You had this conviction. I'm going to stand by this thing. And then... 
they started threatening your money. They started suspending you and you folded like a cheap suit. You folded, dog. And now you apologize, Riley. Why are you not okay with him apologizing? Are you okay with him apologizing, Riley? Exactly right, Adrian. You have to listen to everyone and take your own understanding from it. Exactly right. But guess what? I'm not I'm not looking to Kyrie Irving as my factual <laughs> intake every day when I wake up. Sorry. To me, he's an enabled idiot who wants it all about him. He will throw his young under the bus if he could, dog. That is the problem I have. That is the problem that I have. He will eat his own young. That's the problem that I have with the cat. He's too wishy-washy, inconsistent with his talk that talk. He's a fraud. He's a fraud, homie. I don't care. I don't care about him not taking a shot. I commend him. I don't take the shot. I don't want to take the shot either. I didn't take the shot. I commend him. I commend him. Okay? Period. But when you when, when you come out and say this is the same I have the same conviction on not taking the shot as I do with this whole anti-Semitic thing. And then you come out and apologize about it because you're getting suspended is when I find you to be a fraud. I find you to be a fraud now. So I mean, something fishy in society, Adrian. <laughs> when has that changed, Adrian? Come on, keep it real. When has something fishy in society changed? It's been that way forever, dog. What do you mean? George Washington was fishy. What do you mean? He's got black babies out of wedlock. Nobody talks about. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, 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 the world has been fishy since we can remember. Why is it now so uh, magnified? Because you have a phone and social media, dog. Come on, man. No, I like Riley. I like Riley. Riley's a good, he's been a supporter. I wish he'd be a member. Uh, he's been a supporter. So he just, you know. It's great conversation to have. Um, but Kyrie Irving to me, dog, hey, I'm not mad at you at all. If you want to stick by it, stand by it, dog. But but I want to see you hoop. I don't want to see and hear your politics. Because if you if that's the case, then I'll go watch CNN. Or become a politician, Kyrie. Maybe you'll have more following. I don't know. I just want you to stand for who you are and keep your 100 all the time. I don't respect the apology now. That's the problem I have. I didn't say apologize. Not one time did I have I said Kyrie should apologize. Not one time have you heard me say that. Kyrie, to me, should not apologize. But he did. He did. He apologized. You got to stand by it. Adrian, I hear you. I hear you. You got to stand by your convictions, dog. You got to stand by your convictions. I gotta stand by your convictions, dog. I can't. I can't respect you <clears throat> if you apologize after you say you will not. <clears throat> Sorry, that was me. 
So we're, we're talking about what I think we're talking about, right? Yeah. How you doing this mother this morning, brother? Brother, I'm fantastic. How the hell are you? Oh man, I'm hanging in there. Another day, another dollar. Amen, homie. I turned turned 41 years old on Sunday. I can't last believe Sunday? it. I made it 41 years. Wait, this last Sunday? Sunday? Huh? Last Sunday? No, this Sunday I turned 41. Oh dog. man. Happy birthday, brother. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe I'm still breathing. It's awesome. Well, man, add add five more years of that shit. Uh, I'm 46. <laughs> dog. I don't even know how I get by today. 40 is the new 30 from what I hear, though. So I just got to look good, keep playing good, keep smelling good, make love good. We're single. We're ready to mingle. Damn right, dog. And 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 and, and winners fuck the prom queen. Losers Ain't fucking men to that shit, dude. Yeah, I'm I, telling you. I feel like this generation, they don't want to do that no more. Like, they're they're content with not fucking the prom queen. And I'm going to shoot. I like Sean Connery. So that line from fucking The Rock when he says, your best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. That's that's my shit right there. Uh, oh, that is that, that movie, huh? That is a hell of a movie. I, I love that movie. Fucking great movie. Oh, it's one of the best action movies ever. Doug, is. what is going on with Kyrie Irving? What This I whole know, situation man. is so... Did you watch know. the documentary? Um, hey, uh, TikTok, I'm going to get kicked off because Matt's on. We're going to cuss a little bit, so I got to get off here. You guys come on over to YouTube. Peace. Peace. Um, Did you watch the doc? On what? on this thing that got him suspended for reposting. No. So I found it on Prime last night and bought it. It's like 12 bucks. What do you mean? It's a document already out? So the, the documentary here. Oh, the, the uh, Amazon one you're talking about. The Kyrie documentary is called, if I remember correctly, yeah. let me try and bring it up here. It's called Hebrews to Negroes, I think, something like that. And I, I, it's twelve bucks on Amazon Prime, the biggest waste of twelve dollars in the history of wasting twelve dollars. I mean, just an the the yeah, it's called Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America, and the essentially the, it starts the movie Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America, uncovers the true identity of the children of Israel, and it, look, bro, I'm a I'm a godless heathen atheist, fucking. To, like heathen so i think all of this shit is just bedtime stories like it, it might as well be talking about santa claus that's my opinion i know a lot of you religious folks out there get pissed off when people like have a different opinion i get that i actually I don't really get it i think it's ridiculous but it, it is what it is after watching this i mean the production quality of this documentary is god fucking awful it's terrible i felt like i was watching like some shit from like a college student, like making a college film, like um, Witch Project. I mean, it was bad, bro. And it, it, I look at it like if you're gonna get suspended for something, like it, I, I didn't feel more educated after watching it. I felt like it was all over the place. And is it hateful and anti-Semitic? Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah, it is. Like. They say some shit in the net where I'm like, wow, dude, that's probably not something Kyrie Irving should be reposting considering he's a person of influence. And uh, th this is really the thing is Kyrie needs to understand as a black man in America, you're, you're like being treated like you're a white dude right now that's being a racist. And it, and even if you didn't really say anything or you, it was misconstrued or however he wants to look at this, that's essentially what's happened to him right now. It's the fingers being pointed at him. He did something wrong. He won't apologize. He's anti-Semitic. 
And now he's got all these fucking redneck asshole racist cocksuckers all over the country are like taking his back. And that's not where he wants to be, bro. So he's between a rock and a hard place right now. Like we got motherfuckers dressing up like Adolf Hitler and shit on Halloween. Like just me, but college, you put me in college 20 years ago, homie. And some motherfucker walks into a Halloween party and I'm with all my boys and all my homies. And like he walks in and Adolf Hitler, I dog, we are whipping his motherfucking ass so hard. He, he, I'm gonna knock that mustache off, mustache mustache off his goddamn face so fast he'll have to glue that shit back on the next day to go fucking speak some anti-Semitic shit. And, and look, my grand, both my grandfathers are World War II vets. Like the, there's nothing cool about being a fucking Nazi and being a redneck racist asshole. There's nothing cool about that shit. So I don't want, I, I don't think Kyrie wants those people on his side. And unfortunately for him. He kind of did this to himself, dog. You can't, you can't go out there and spew all this shit. And I, I guess my question to Kyrie right now would be: Did you really watch the entire thing, or did you just watch ten minutes of it and something like supported one of your fucking crazy flat Earth arguments or something, and you just decided to post it and you weren't thinking? And then mm -hmm. if I was Kyrie, I'd be asking this question back to the media, and then I'll shut the fuck up. Did you watch the documentary? So. The more I keep, like, the more I hear about people talking about this, it's just the the epitome of media these days. Man, I, I gotta, this is my issue with it. You gotta watch the documentary before you can have an opinion on this, in my opinion. Yeah, this is what I have an issue with. We we are <clears throat> what we do, not what we say we do. I, I say that all the time. And last mm -hmm. year, he was so animate. And he stuck by his conviction not to take the jab and not get shot for, for COVID. I have to respect that regardless of how I think about you as a person. I think Kyrie's a shitbird, and I think he is the most enabled human playing professional sports. I do not think he's – I think he'll throw his very own young under the bus, and he will walk out on his teammates after – so-called what we think committed means he will leave in a New York minute for saying some dumb shit about either two years ago it was the Middle East. Last year it's COVID. This year it's always something, homie. And that is the problem I have. When you committed to a team of brethren, your brothers, you make something else bigger than your team where they're paying you $200 million. And I wish that that yeah the problem and the and the point that people would make when it comes to him i have two things to say and we can get off this kyrie irving because that's exactly what he wants for us to talk about him and that is what i don't want to do anymore but this Did is the you do you think that he wanted this to blow up like this yes dog because he's this is matt let me break this down we could talk this about this for 20 hours me and sean were talking about yesterday a little bit let me let me say this you and i know because we're both from the same cut of cloth pretty much and People used to, you've been around it. If you haven't coached, you've been around this human. The guy that goes and robs McDonald's for a reason. So he can be cut by the coach. Because he knows he's going to be cut by the coach because he's not good enough. So let's go do a shitbird act so I can now tell the homies I that's, got that's cut why. for doing something right. else. Yeah, Kyrie makes an excuse every year because he knows oh, he good. can't. Title. I hate. I hate him. 
he, I think he's the most entitled athlete in the history of athletes. I absolutely despise this guy on a cellular level. I hate him. I, I'm with I you. Him. I don't to use the word hate. I, I hate to say that word. And this but guy. He, he's like the rare. He's so rare. It's so rare to use that word. I try not to use it either. But, dog, I, I just, everything he says makes me cringe. I think he's a smug fuck. He never apologizes for shit. He's never wrong. His theories are fucking crazy. I mean, he's just, he's like the epitome of just a, like a, the kind of dude you talk to for five minutes and you're like, I, I feel dirty. I need to go take a shower. This guy's fucking nuts. Hey, Matt, but this is the issue I have. This is the difference I, opinion I have. I don't care if you don't apologize. I don't apologize, but I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to fall on the sword. I'm going to live and die by the sword. And Kyrie to come out now and apologize. You didn't apologize about the COVID shot, homie, because it was a personal thing about sticking into your bloodstream. Oh, I agree. You were solely affected. Now when others are affected and your money's now going to be affected and you're suspended five games, and you know, Matt, from you know as well as I do, this five-game suspension was a precursor to kicking you out the league because no other team was going to take you. Go and on. you know you're fucked and you're going to lose money. So now I make an apology that when it doesn't affect me solely, I can make an apology. Stick by your conviction. I will respect that more. But the problem I have, Matt, is Kyrie, quit playing basketball then and become a politician, homie. That's all you got to do. Yeah, it seems like he wants to go down that road more than play basketball. Him and Ben Simmons should go be running mates. Um, and look, I agree. We're going to move on from this topic. But it, I, I truly believe this about you, being like – Knowing you now and being your boy, if you were wrong, brother, you would apologize. I know you would. Well, if you, it, yeah. yeah, and I and I so would I. But he's wrong in this regard, and I I don't think he sounds very educated when he claims to be smarter than everyone else. Usually, when you have a guy who's sitting up there saying, and no, you know, no uncertain terms, I'm smarter than you. That guy's probably not very smart. He just thinks he is. So. Kyrie's really put himself in this fucking situation here. Check this out. He's gone from, you know, being in Cleveland and helping LeBron win a title and being revered to, I can't play with LeBron. He's too selfish. Trade me. I can't play in Boston because they're racist. Trade me. I can't do this in Brooklyn. I don't want to play. I'm not going to get the jab. I'm not going to do this, that, or not, not the other. I, I want out. Like, he's just constant fucking drama, bro. And honestly, if I'm the NBA, I, I'm just like, good riddance. You're, this is the end. I don't want to, we don't want to deal with your bullshit anymore. Get the fuck out. And I, I'm the same way. So my thing is this, though. Like, if I apologize, I'm going to do it in the moment. Like, Matt. Uh, Sorry. Jalen Hurts threw 12 touchdowns last night. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did, Matt. He threw 12 fucking touchdowns. What game were you watching? Dog, here it is. He threw two touchdowns. Oh, my bad, dog. I'm sorry. My bad, dog. Sorry. That's when I say I apologize. I don't come out tomorrow, though, and say it because that's who I am. Now, now I got to own that bitch. I already fucking lived in my bed. I got to live in that bitch. Now I made it. So, like, this is why I have the problem now. Now that there's ramifications. Now that you've been hit over the head with some, with some fines. Now you've been suspended. You apologize? No, nah, dog. Stand by that shit. You did it last year with the shot. Yeah, but that was a that was a situation where it's only really it, the shot is a personal choice. This is affecting an entire community of people, an entire you know religion religious base. So, dude, this 
This shit is crazy, bro. I fucking the world is the world is is going to hell in a handbasket, in my opinion. People are on top of Kyrie being a fucking moron. People are really, really fucking sensitive, and you can't really talk about anything without offending anybody. And if you offend somebody, somehow you're like a bigot rather than just being like naive about something. Like there's a lot of people that don't know shit about the Jewish religion. Oh, they don't know anything. They're just fucking naive about it. They're just fucking Protestants from Missouri or some shit. There's a, you know, there's a lot of people that don't understand the, the whole trans thing and have questions. And that doesn't make you a fucking asshole. That makes you curious. So, hey, well, it depends. What does that look like to you, homie? That's a fucking apology. Oh, that that's no, an apology. So He's apologizing. He apologized sure. last night, homie. Yeah. What are you fucking talking about, Walter Benz? He yeah, he, I mean, he he he, he right put there. the apology out. And he didn't apologize, homie. That's he, what the fuck I'm talking about today on the show. Yeah. Fucking dumb motherfuckers all want to talk. He apologized. It's right here. What do and you mean? Look, this this is my whole point, Jason. Is uh, coach? It's. I feel like so many people right now are so uneducated mm-hmm. about this topic. They didn't watch the documentary. They haven't. They don't have all the information. I tried not to say anything about it for two or three days, even on the radio show that I do here in Denver. I tried not to really talk about it because I wasn't informed about it or educated, and I didn't want to fucking put my foot in my mouth. And again, he, this dude's popping off. He didn't know he didn't apologize, talking shit. Like, this is kind of my thing is people these days see a clip on social media or see something on the bottom line or whatever, hear something, and they make their own assumption about what's happening and then start spewing that rhetoric, which fuels the entire fucking, you know, miscommunication probably. Most things in life, as you know, brother, can be worked out if you'll just sit down and talk about it. So, like, I follow follow Michael uh, Rappaport, the actor. Uh, He's a Jewish dude. He's funny as fuck. I think he's hilarious. Uh, (laughs) Did you see the Halloween costume he dressed up in? For me? It was you. <laughs> no, that was like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Dog, so funny. Yeah, get on the line, motherfucker. Just get over here, motherfucker. I was dying laughing. That's my boy, man. We that's like. My- I, I really liked what he had to say when he said, "Look, instead of I wouldn't push Kanye away, I would tell him, come, come, do Sunday dinner with us. Come to the synagogue with me. Let me teach you about this shit." And I'm like, "Fuck yeah, Mike. That's the way that you bridge this gap." It's not now Jewish people and, and black dudes are at, at at odds with each other. Every racist asshole white motherfucker in the world right now, every Nazi waving super asshole is sitting there like, we did it. We got them. We got the Jewish people and the black guys to hate each other. Hey, they're like celebrating this shit, bro. They are trying to divide us, everyone. It's working at a monumental level. Don't be educated enough to at least go watch the documentary and have a have a fucking mental leg to stand on when you talk about it there and then just be, get all the information and have a conversation before everybody starts slitting throats. Hey, shout out to my boy right. Walter Benz. He apologized. Hey, Walter! On the spot. Go, he apologized on the spot. He did it right on the spot because he didn't know he apologized. That's how you apologize. You don't Appreciate apologize. It, Walt. Bro. Yeah, man, and then look, we had a conversation, right and we're good. Yeah, we appreciate you listening, Walt. I hope you become a member, homie. I'll I'm shoot you. Like, that's what it is. Like, let me get into some football now. Uh, yeah, moving on. I didn't know we were a fucking politician show, but now we are. 
Um, Just getting interesting. That's for damn sure. <laughs> all right, so breakdown last night. Jalen Hurts. I I, I got to get it. Me and man, when me and when me and Sean's show airs, you're going to be a part of it. Obviously, this thing share airs, dog. It's going to be unbelievable. Uh, uh, the the first clip you guys put out was dope, bro. bro. Yeah, we got a lot of shit. We've done two two-hour shows, and we just have, we're going to clip it out, but we're not going to air any of those ones. We're just going to clip it out and, and use it as teasers. We're going to air next Tuesday in the first show. But I got to break it. I got to show you this. Like, we were breaking down some folks. We're breaking down the quarterback position, and we disagree or agree. Me and you, same, same thing. That's why all three of us would be great when we're on there. Last night, we talked about some identification stuff with O-line and how to ID an RPO. Nobody, I've never seen a clinic on how to ID RPOs. We broke that down last night, and Sean didn't even know much, and he was like, dude, this is unbelievable. You know, a lot of folks can't – they don't know it. They don't know, JB, and they're in the NFL trying to do college things, and they don't know who to ID. And I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to get Matt on here and, and break this down for O-line play and stuff. But we were breaking down certain guys, and, I, I, and I'm, again, me and you may disagree here. Jalen Hurts, to me, me, one of our discussions last night was what is the main determinant in a quarterback – to have success or failure, regardless. What is the one thing, Matt, you must do or have or accomplish year in and year out to be successful, to give your team a fighting shot to win a Super Bowl? My Here's my thing, Matt, and you can the, tell me. My more. number one trait. The number one thing that you have to do, in my opinion, is throw touchdowns. You have to throw more touchdowns by at least three to one versus interceptions. That and is my especially opinion. in the red zone. Period. Like Sean brought the red zone up last night. Sean was like, "Dude, I think you got to score in the red zone as a quarterback." And I agree with you. You have to throw more touchdowns. Jameis Winston threw thirty touchdowns and thirty picks. If Jameis <laughs> Winston would have thrown fifty touchdowns and thirty picks. Tampa would probably have been in the Super Bowl, and you wouldn't yeah. be talking about Tom Brady in Tampa. I agree. So the, 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 the thing is, you have to throw a lot more touchdowns. If you look at the quarterbacks who've won Super Bowls in the last 30 years, they have been 3-1 to one quarter uh, touchdowns to interceptions. And I think the only one that made the Super Bowl was, was Steve McNair, and they didn't win it. So – I just want to be. I want to bring this up with Jalen Hurts. I love what he's done professionally. His platform, his mechanics. He's he's completely changed. He's gotten so much better. But Matt, I'm going to be honest, dog. He's had three games this year where he's thrown zero touchdowns. He had his first multiple touchdown game last night of the season. He threw two touchdowns. Well, he threw three touchdowns last week to AJ Brown alone. Nah. Yeah. You sure? Did. I swear I hit a three. Oh, hey, I, I I'm looking at it right now. This is his first multiple touchdown game of the year. Nope. Wrong. Let me pull it up. He threw three touchdowns last week to A.J. Brown. <laughs> I know this because I made money on it. Oh, I hope he did. I'm just yeah. – why would they announce that? Because they're dumb. Who'd they play last week? They played the Steelers. He threw four touchdowns. Yep. All right. He threw four touchdowns last week. So this wasn't his first multiple game. I apologize, Matt. I'm hey, wrong. look at this. Rapport. I'm wrong. But I'm not wrong about this. 
He has 12 touchdowns on the season. How 12. many rushing touchdowns? 12 touchdowns passing, two picks, all right? It's it's plus 10. You're plus 10. What What's his rushing touchdowns? Uh, I don't know. If you see it. I don't see that. Because that, that has to play into this because he's such a good runner. Yeah, but. And he, but is, he is a force in the red yeah, zone running not, football. You're not going to win a Super Bowl by running. Uh, no, I don't think you can win the Super Bowl by just running. But if he can throw, I think he's probably on pace right now to throw about 28 to 30 touchdowns. And then he adds another maybe 7 to 10 on the ground. That's, that's, I mean, that's pretty fucking good. That, that reminds me a lot of like the way Josh Allen plays, honestly. No, he's on pace to throw 25 touchdowns. So 25 touchdowns and eight to 10 rushing touchdowns. And then they lead the lead. They lead the league in rushing touchdowns right now from running backs. They have 14 uh, rushing touchdowns from their backs. So, so let me break this down. I think he's perfect. He's perfect for the scheme he's in. That's oh, for damn sure. That's my point. That's what our point is. He is. But this is the thing. We have yet to see a quarterback. So his first season, he threw six touchdowns. His second year last year, he threw 16 touchdowns, nine picks. <coughs> this year, he has 12 touchdowns, two picks. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you're going to have 25 touchdowns and let's say 10 picks. It's not a big enough ratio. You have to score touchdowns, Matt. As you know, every time you don't throw a touchdown, Matt, you have an opportunity to what? The next play. Well, let's turn the ball yeah. over. Something's but they are scoring touchdowns, right? So, how again, how many rushing touchdowns does he have? And then they're, they, I, I would say off the top of my head, they're top three or five in the NFL in the red zone in scoring touchdowns, if not number one. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know that. So I'm saying I well, don't I'm know. I'm just saying it's if, if we're gonna talk about the importance of scoring touchdowns, I think that he It's not it's not the importance of scoring a Matt. It's the importance of having a ratio. Double well, okay. So explain to me the difference, quarterback, between throwing a touchdown and rushing one. What's who gives a shit? Because the rushing to the, the rushing touchdown, as Sean so eloquently put it last night. It comes at inopportune times of the game. You may rush. You may have two rushing touchdowns in meaningful, meaningless time of the game, Matt. Like, who gives a fuck? You, you ran two touchdowns late in the game. You're down four touchdowns. Uh, look, look at his touchdowns. I, 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 man, I can't. I, they're eight. They haven't been down in any games. They're eight. No, and he's. No, I don't think any of. No, 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 when, no. When, no. Like, We're not yes, talking about there like, are right there now. are stats. There is stat padding, but that's not what yeah. Philadelphia is doing. No, 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 no. We're not talking about right now. We know they're undefeated. We're talking about Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Okay. In the history of the sport. We don't think he's sustainable based on the amount of touchdowns he throws versus the amount of interceptions. We don't think there's a huge, big enough gap there to win a meaningful game in December when you're going to have to throw a touchdown to win the football game. We think he's going to struggle at, at that time. And now me and me and Sean haven't dove into this completely yet. We haven't got into Jalen Hurts yet, but we broke this stat down last night, and we looked at all the stats from the history of the sport. Quarterbacks that don't throw for three-to-one ratio interceptions and touchdowns don't win Super Bowls. I mean, that's just a stat, dog. If we're living, we're living in the fucking stat lab. Oh, okay, and, and I'm, I, but we're also not taking into account how many scoring touchdowns he does with his feet, and why is that being 
How is that a negative? We don't think it's a negative, but Lamar Jackson leads the league, dog. What's he won? Well, <laughs> again, he hasn't won anything yet. I'm, That's our point. That's our but point. The, the assumption that, like, a rushing touchdown is somehow. No. I, I'm, I'm confused on how, on how this no. is being, like. What I, we're I don't understand how a touchdown is a okay. bad thing. So take it up. So then you flip it then. Tell me, why is Lamar Jackson yet to win a meaningful football game? Like he, I mean, he's one and three in the playoffs, if I don't, if I remember correctly. It, I mean, there's a ton of contributing factors, I'm sure. A lot of it has to do with scheme and team and all that shit. I mean, I, I can't sit here and. But I'm saying the point of the conversation is touchdowns versus picks with your arm. Throw running foot running. I, mean, I understand all that, but anybody. It, it if you can do it both ways, isn't Jalen Hurts scoring a touchdown with his feet, still scoring a touchdown? Like, isn't he still producing that points? Yeah, but so does Lamar Jackson. He throws more touchdowns than Jalen Hurts and runs more than Jalen Hurts. I, I well, that that I, I get it, but so how do you want me to compare those two? I, I'm I'm. We're just saying the end result is going to be the same. But that's what I'm saying. Like a touchdown is a fucking touchdown. What do I care? No, but the end of the result is not winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> they none of them have won it. Well, they have. They haven't won it yet. I agree with that. So okay. So Josh Allen runs the fuck out of the ball. He hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Is he thrown into this situation too? Yes. So yeah. you don't think Josh Allen has the tools in December to win a Super Bowl? He hasn't done it yet. That's all, I'm just saying, dog. We're living with this stat, that shit. That's all. Our, that's a whole point of this conversation. That's what we're talking about. Ha- until it happens, Matt, you can't rub your face mad at me because you know it hasn't happened either. It you hasn't know, happened, but that doesn't mean that, that they don't have to. This is a results-oriented business. Come on, come on. Time, time out. No, time no. Out. Time out. Time out. They, saying that hurts Allen, Lamar, who else do we want to throw into this fucking conversation? It, pretty much anybody that can move and throw the ball. Mahomes has won a Super Bowl. He can run. He throws three to one touchdowns versus picks. I'm just saying, but he can also run, right? He can run, but he's not a runner. Okay, I, uh, but uh, okay, good call. I would you consider Josh Allen a runner, or is he a pocket with him more than any quarterback actually? Well, yeah, I know he runs the fuck out of the ball. But I don't think a lot of people consider him a runner. Well, I wouldn't be running fucking QB power lead with him then. I mean, goddamn. I, I, I would. Power. I would run the fuck out of that shit. I they're think running he's a QB power coach with that motherfucker like no other. I mean, I, that's all I do pretty much the entire fucking game, honestly. So, uh, look, I uh, I think a touchdown's a touchdown. Look, Philadelphia – just using that example and Baltimore, I think Baltimore and Philadelphia are top five with red zone touchdowns. I think the ability to run opens up the passing game, to be completely honest with you. And I, I, I don't know. I, I think that Hurts is perfect for his scheme. Lamar is – and I know that you don't think he can play, but I think he has a ton of potential and can get really, really good and just keeps getting better. And, God, I hope one of these guys win the Super Bowl so this fucking stupid argument is done. It's Please not win happen, a Super Bowl, man. mobile it's quarterback. Happen, it's not going to happen. I will bet dollars to dimes, Matt. So, it's not going to so happen. So Lamar's never going to win a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts never. Gonna, Josh Allen's not going to win a Super Bowl. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think he is. You don't think Josh Allen is going to win one Super Bowl? 
Matt, let me let me ask somebody that played in this league six years. Yes. How fucking small is your window to win Super Bowls in this league? Really small. It's small. And and, and they're yes, in, yes, I think since they're you retired from playing. Since you retired from playing, how much worse has it got with free agency and how 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 tightly knitted your one team and one shot can be? Because next year, look at the Rams. It's no, a it's, it's, it's closed. The window's closing. Window's closing day by day, but I, I have a feeling that quarterbacks are now going to play longer than they ever have because of the rules. Um, just look at Brady and Rodgers. I think that Mahomes and Allen, with the exception of catastrophic injury that we can't predict, I think they will all play the same amount of time. Um, and I, I think Josh Allen is going to have multiple Super Bowls and be the fucking king of Buffalo by the time he gets done. And I wouldn't be surprised this year. Personally, I think if I had to pick Super Bowl teams right now, I would probably go Buffalo, San Francisco would be my Super Bowl pick right now. But I do the yeah. NFC title game, if I had to pick that, would probably be Philly hosting San Francisco and Buffalo hosting Kansas City, probably. Hey, let me or, have- or Tennessee. I think Tennessee has a real shot to be pretty good if they can just figure out who to fucking play quarterback. Let me ask you this question real quick. This is something that was proposed to me yesterday. If Tom Brady wants out of Tampa this next year, which could easily happen, do you think there's a better fit than going to play for Mike Vrabel in Tennessee? Because that shit would be scary as fuck. Are you you literally talking about a 47-year-old playing still in the NFL? He's not going to... Bro, why would he quit? His fucking... His wife person that was supposed to be like his partner just left his ass for playing football and now he's going to quit playing football too and not have either of them fuck that shit tom play as long as you can dog that's he's the way done. i feel he's done i he's, feel the same way too if he retires it's fucking why'd you come back to lose your family it's fucking stupid don't no, quit i i think this was the year either way i think he's done because now matt as you know matt you've already said on this show matt now he has kids to worry about he's got to save his kids he can't lose his kids and wife uh, this kid ain't going nowhere he's got split custody i know but that's my point like he's gonna go to the booth dog if, if tom brady quits playing football after he gets divorced for playing football it's essentially letting her fucking divorce you and you quit playing football. Fuck her. Keep playing football, dog. Yeah, but he already said this was it anyway, though. Well, I'm just saying, hypothetically, I don't think he's washed physically. I think he's cooked mentally right now because she's, you know, she's sucking the life out of him and not in a good way, not in the way she should be. And then I, I just say, I just think if he, that could be a really good fit for him, and that would be fucking scary for the rest of the AFC. I'll say that. I think the best fit for either him or Rodgers is with the Raiders or Frisco, not Tennessee. I think Rodgers going to San Francisco makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah. Um, so, watching that game, I bet 500 last night, Matt, on te- on the Texans to win. Got him. Um, I did it just because scared money don't make money. And then That's everyone facts. Those are facts. Scared money on everybody on, on social media. You don't know nothing. I go, oh, so I should have bet Philly than like everyone else. You fucking idiot. It's called it's called betting. It's okay <laughs> when you have change and you can afford to watch a game and spend some money. You do. When you're a broke fuck out there, you you criticize other people who have money that like to bet. 
I like to bet. I lose all the fucking time. But when I hit, I don't make $15. I make 15000 That's the way this works. I'm not trying to fucking place a $10 bet and sit there and act like it's important. Fuck that. I'm making a, a $1,000 bet and fucking hitting and going to fucking Vegas. Yeah, I'm not betting $20 to win $40. Thank you. I, I can't, can't do it. I can't stand that bet. I can't stand it. I need something, I need something on the line. Man, I need some big dividend. Like, yes. like, I'll lose 20 bucks, but if 20 bucks gains me five grand, I'll spend it. I'm into that shit. Like, dog. That's retur- that's ROI right there, baby. Fuck, no doubt. Return on investment. Um, The Eagles hung on to stay. It was actually one of the better Thursday night games, to be I honest. I thought it was a good uh, game. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I think Houston has a lot. What What's your thought on Davis Mills, bro? I think I know he threw a couple of picks, but he – he looks big and strong-armed and athletic. They didn't have Brandon Cooks. They got – I like the Pierce kid. Their offensive line's pretty shitty. But, I mean, they got some pieces there. They should rock those red helmets every game, by the way. I, 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 I'm I a Davis Mills fan. I said it on my show last year. I think he's a, I think he's a guy you can surround him with and be a very, very good quarterback for a long time. He's, he's no different than a Tannehill. Hey, would you – if you redrafted that class, so Lawrence, Lance – Wilson, Mills, Hurt. I think Hurts is in that class. Hurts, or no, not. I don't think Hurts was in that nah, class. Hurts. Never mind. So just those four. Justin Fields was in that class. Who would you take first? Now that I see the play. Yep. So it's so it went Lawrence, Wilson, Trey Lance, and then after that it went. Fields. Fields and Mills. And I think there's another one, but I can't remember the, the guy's name. So Trevor Lawrence still go number one? Now, are you asking me as after watching? I'm asking you right now, redraft that draft. But I'm saying, is it is it that I saw him perform in the NFL? I have a I, I could go into the you future. Have, you have the option now to go back in time after you've seen them play for a year and a half plus. Trevor Lawrence, Wilson. Mac Jones is in there. Can I help you? Come on in, please. Yeah, so Trevor Lawrence, Wilson, Lance, Fields, and Mills. Mac Jones is in there. And Mac, there's the other one. Yep, that's the one I forgot. I'm on the radio, bro. Do you think? Um, I would probably, if after watching them, and knowing the system and knowing the situation, it would be Mac Jones or Mills. First. Yeah, first. Wow. How about Trevor Lawrence? Where would he go? So make make a choice. You can't pick both. So we're going to number one overall goes Mac or Mills. Pick one. I'll go Mills. Wow. Damn. So Mills goes to Jacksonville. Who goes to the Jets at two? Is it the Milf Hunter, Luke Wilson, out there banging everyone's fucking mom? Or are we going with Fields or Mac Jones or something like that? Mac Jones. To the Jets? Number you asked me you told me to pick the quarterbacks only, right? God damn it. It just makes me angry because I fucking hate the Patriots. How about number three? or uh Trey Lance went to the Niners at three. Who are you taking at three? Uh we got Fields. I take Zach. Wilson. Okay. All right, after that, we've got – who we got left? we got Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. So Lawrence then goes to who? Who's Lawrence go to then? New England? Yeah. So Lawrence goes to New England. 
And then where does Fields go? Uh, the last pick before Trey Lance. So Fields is Fields and then Lance? Yep. Man, you fucking hate running quarterbacks, bro. Why do you hate athletic quarterbacks so bad? You said it right. I hate running quarterbacks. I love athletic quarterbacks. Okay, so was Randall Cunningham a running quarterback? No, he was an athletic, athletic quarterback. quarterback. Okay. He was an athletic quarterback playing quarterback. He was an athlete playing quarterback. He wasn't a quarterback that is an athlete. There's a huge difference in those two things. I said it wrong. I, I agree there is. Oh, yeah, I said it wrong, though. I meant to flip it. So Randall Cunningham was a quarterback. He was a quarterback at UNLV with my buddy Mark. Oh, yeah. He was Played a basketball. quarterback everywhere he's been. He was a quarterback that was athletic. These cats are athletes trying to play quarterback. There's a completely different, different deal there. I mean, I agree. Uh, Trevor Lawrence drops four spots, huh? What What's your thoughts on that kid as a, as a pro so far? I thought he looked very, very average to below average on Sunday against the Broncos, honestly. Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. But then he throws that corner route ball that probably five kids in the league could throw. That's what I'm saying. He's got a ton of potential. Like, what? Why is he so inconsistent? Well, I think number one, you, I think we're like like we're watching this ticker go by on the bottom, and I'm the last thing I see is Chesney. Fuck this Chesney guy. Well, his name is Matt McChesney. We don't. You don't even see his whole fucking name, and you're already judging him. That is what we do now. I think. I think we're. We got a guy, Matt, that got drafted to the worst organization in sports and was and was coached by right a, a finger in broads and bars who refused to jump back <laughs> on the plane with his team and wants to go back to college and coach and <laughs> sports. He wants to hide his eyes because he's a criminal fucking fraud and he wants to hide his eyes with something <laughs> on TV every day because and then we want to judge this guy. He's horrible. Well, we don't know because he was coached by a fucking star dude. now let's see he has peterson now he has peterson who's an NFL bona fide coach who can coach quarterbacks and he's gotten better matt but he's gonna need time he's gonna he has gotten time. better i agree with that what was urban meyer doing in the bar finger and broads i don't know <laughs> come over here bitch i'm urban wop 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 on the beam and don't yeah, don't let mind me get some of that wet ass pussy. Feel like everyone in here has a phone with a camera. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he was having fun though. I can't hate on him for that shit. It's not like that blonde was bad looking. I mean, oh, it was his own bar. That's some fucking funny shit, bro. It was like, yeah. Home, I'm Urban right? Meyer. I own the place. Come over here and let me flick that bean. <laughs> I mean, damn, dog. Like, uh, I mean, fuck. I don't need to go back to with my team. Fuck them. They suck. Get over here. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, seriously. So I don't know, man. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I just if now now all right now tell me who's at what team. Tell me what quarterbacks on what team now. All right, so that puts Mills on as the starter in Jacksonville. Mac Jones as the starter with the Jets puts uh, the the Mormon Milf Hunter. Wilson, number three to San Francisco. Uh, that puts Trevor Lawrence, I think he went 15th. So 15th to New England. And then it, it puts Trey Lance, the last pick of that draft. 
Fields wasn't in this draft. Fields was the next year. Fields was in the Patrick Sertan draft. I just know that because the, the debate in Denver was nuts over that. All right, so I'm and then be- so Trey Lance goes. I'm going to be honest. Last. Trey Lance goes where Mills went in the third round is, is essentially where what it is. I'm be honest. Those quarterbacks and those teams sound a lot sexier than where they are right now. I mean, as a look, as a Jet alum and fan, bro, I fucking hate Luke Wilson with a goddamn passion. I think he's an awful player. Um, if we can try not to like destroy the carpet on the floor, that would be awesome. Um, Let me ask you this: I think he's, I think he's just. I'd be playing Joe Flacco over motherfucking the the Mormon milf hunter right now. Luke Wilson is awful. Hey, Justin Fields was in that draft. He really? I don't think he no. Justin Fields was in the fucking Sertan draft, bro. I promise, I promise you he was. What do you mean, Sertan draft? The Patrick Sertan went fifth. That that was two that was a year ago. That's not the same draft. That's the Lawrence draft is the year before. No, he went to the Bears. Him and Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence? Same year. I would look that up. Maybe Trevor, I'm wrong. Trevor started last year as a rookie. So, so the last year's draft was Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence. You you were right with what we Wilson had. Lance, and then the really. Yeah, you were right with the huh. first time Bears. Okay. Bears, and then it was the Pats, and then uh, Sertan was in the same draft. Okay, well then, fuck it. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. See how easy that is. See, Kyrie, just say you're sorry, you dick. Can't say it now, though. You couldn't tell me tomorrow you're sorry. I'd call you a puss. By, by the way, dog, like, Kyrie's like a multi-millionaire athlete. Why does he look like a fucking bum, dude? He's wearing fucking dirty-ass clothes and shit. Him and Kanye. It's like the let's go crazy and dress like a fucking bum on the street and talk to the media and shit. Like, to put some fucking clothes on that represent your goddamn tax bracket. Hey, and by the way. <laughs> They're all fucking with you right now because you called him Luke Wilson, and he's the actor, not the quarterback. Um, and then he and Luke Wilson might as well be playing fucking quarterback for the goddamn Jets because he is hey, acting. Hey, that's Matt, the, that's the Mormon milf hunter. If I, don't, if I don't know your name, you're not important to me. You're exactly. not good enough. They should play Joe Flacco. Your name. Um, play Joe Flacco. Yeah, I, that's how fucking bad it is. Playing Joe Flacco is not the right answer, okay? That guy's fucking terrible, too. But I'm telling you, Wilson can't play. And, oh, my God, you called him Luke. Big fucking deal what his name is, all right? The the kid is totally outclassed in New York, in my opinion. He can't run the offense. Hey, so let me ask you this, though. Hold on. So, Mac Jones right now with this current constructive roster in in the uh, the Jets, you got a fucking squad. Probably. Probably. Hey, look at it. look at the team. Look at the quarterback. Who else? Man, Give me the other quarterback. Fuck Mac Jones in the Give Patriots, me the other bro. I can't get behind them. Give fuck me the other quarterbacks. Where did where did Trevor Lawrence go? Lawrence went to New England in fifteen. Oh, now, hey dog, shit. if Trevor Lawrence went to New England and got to play for the fucking mastermind, that would probably be pretty good. For that's them a too. great fit. Now, who yeah, goes? That's to a Frisco? great fit. Who went to Frisco? Yeah. Who goes to Frisco? Frisco Frisco got the the Mormon milk hunter. Hey, that's a fit though. It fits him because he's he's a better thrower to me. Hey, uh, let me say this: he's a better passer. Trey Lance is a better thrower. He's a better passer than Trey Lance, and still athletic enough to run Shanahan's shit. 
So then Trey Lance, I bet you Trey Lance, if he's projected to go third round, doesn't leave North Dakota State and probably stays, which is smart for him because he, considering he played one fucking game in college. How do you how do you fucking project a kid that played one game at North Dakota State? Like North Dakota State's motherfucking competition's real hard. You're playing a bunch of goddamn bankers. No, Matt. How do you start him before you ever even see his body of work? Is my thing in the I NFL. I don't know, bro. Like last year when Shanahan was like, "We're going all in on Trey Lance. He's our starter." After the fucking NFC title game, we're gonna fucking get rid of Garoppolo just to what? To what? To go back to Garoppolo? Like, if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo next year after they win the fucking Super Bowl or go to it, because they're pretty goddamn good, I'd be fucking, I'd walk in there on John Lynch and be like, hey, I want $100 million. There's my cock. <laughs> yeah, like, come I mean, on, dog. I ain't playing for you again. Fuck you. <laughs> no doubt. Um, Jeez. So let me ask you, let me get into this real quick. We got you about 10 minutes. Uh, I got you for it. Um, we made these trades, trade deadline. I, get to, I didn't get to talk to you yesterday. Uh, me and Sean talked about, and I had Chase Chase Sr. on. We talked about uh, wins and losses. Who won the draft? Who lost the draft? I think the Bills won the draft by getting uh, Hines from the Colts. I don't care what anyone says. That's a the, hell of a trade deadline. Bradley Chubb yeah. got scooped up by the Dolphins, but – He's a guy that's missed 22 games in the last three years. And it's, again, it's another risk, right? Just like just like McCaffrey to the Niners, it's an injury waiting to happen. It's the reward versus the risk, right, Matt? That's what right. the NFL is, right? So, and look, the, the, Chubb, the Chubb trade, if you look at what Miami got for those three first-rounders, they got Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, and now Bradley Chubb. And I've watched Chubb play every game that he's played. I wouldn't call him a bust, but he didn't live up to potential in Denver. And fucking George Payton to get a goddamn first rounder for that guy right now, that that's the fucking move of the year, dog. That's more impressive than the Russell Wilson trade. How the fuck did he pull that off? Like, that's a first round draft pick for a guy who's missed two seasons on IR and has missed 20 fucking five games? Holy shit. That's like getting a first rounder for Kajana Carter, homie. That's fucking or, big or, But the... the- did the Ravens win with the Roquan Smith deal? We talked about that yesterday. And then and then we talk about, you know, the Dolphins also got Wilson, another veteran back to go with Moser. And then you get and then you got the Hines to Dol- to Buffalo, which I think only solidifies their offense as being very, very dangerous, especially late in the year. Even with Ellinger? Singletary. And then you can put Hines in and run on third down and you can leak him out and get him the rock. He's another receiver type of back. So, like, the Bills just solidified their offense, in my opinion. Uh, on defense, Roquan, and then you get Chubb to Miami. Makes both of those teams better. Um, in the AFC, all right, so so speaking of those teams, but then you have a team like the Packers. Uh, we can talk <laughs> eight hours on this. I want to get your picks for the weekend before you get out of here. you got ten minutes. What, what did the Packers do, and why is it not the biggest slap in the face of one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I want to see him do the bitch made James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons demand a trade. Roquan Smith did it. Well, the trade deadline's passed, so he's fucked. Um, but I would, I, if I'm Aaron, I now I'm forcing my way out of green Bay or I'm retiring period. I mean, look, I have no doubt that the young receivers could be good, but 
you gave Aaron Rodgers at the end of his career, at the end of his time in Green Bay, you didn't resign Devontae Adams, which I'm sure Devontae is regretting this right now as well because What I, do I know, Matt? I only I mean, said Derek, 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 David Carr is, Carr is not doing it, dog. Like he is really and look fucking josh mcdaniels his bitch ass isn't helping anything either let's be real but no if you were if you were saying to Devontae, what should we do he'd probably stay in green bay and if you're saying to aaron Rodgers right now what what do you want to do other than fucking go eat some more mushrooms and drink some ayahuasca which i need to go try um I, I I think he's going to say, like, they're not giving me shit. My best player is fucking Mercedes Lewis, who's 40. <laughs> and I love Mercedes. He's my guy. But hey, like, Mercedes in your draft class? Yeah, Mercedes is like as old as me and shit. Was Still he fucking in your draft class? Then. So. <laughs> hey, was he in your draft class? Mercedes came out in 04. <laughs> yeah, 04. I think I think he went first round to Jacksonville in 04, yeah. Homie, I coached Mercedes from Long Beach Poly. He's been around fucking forever. He was what my fan and shit. He was so my like, quarterback fighting at Poly. If I'm if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, dude, get me to San Francisco as fast as possible. And Kyle Shanahan and Lynch and all them boys in San Francisco. You put Aaron Rodgers on that team, dog. Over. Over. Conversations over. They're winning the Super Bowl. I could easily see Aaron Rodgers back in the rate with the Raiders next year or with Frisco. I can see him. I can who, see who would you prefer he plays for? Uh, well, I hate Frisco like no other. I'm a Rams guy, of, of course. So we hate Frisco like you hate UCLA and fucking, you know. Uh, I think the roster and the, the play caller is Shanahan. Um, I would like him on the Raiders, though, because – I just like I want to see this shit show explode because I hate the Raiders too. Yeah, but, I don't really want him to go to the Raiders because it'll just fuck his his career up and everybody will end up hating him. I personally would love for him to go to San Francisco, bro. I just want to see what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Can you imagine motherfucking Aaron Rodgers, McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, George Kittle, Trent Williams, all the fucking shit you can do with the use check. We don't even talk about the Swiss Army knife, Bosa. Fred, by the way, did you see the fucking tackle Fred Warner made? The running from the opposite hash across the field and Superman's over the motherfucking cut block and just yuck His nails, old boy, dog. Fucking awesome. I, I think they have superstars at every level of the offense and defense. And what McCaffrey did last week, homie, dog, that motherfucker's special. He is fucking special. And I understand he's had injury issues in the past. But he's not going to be used as much in San Francisco like he was in Carolina. He's not going to get beat up because they're going to facilitate other people. But when he gets the ball in his in the ball in his hands now in San Francisco, everything's set up for him to have success. So uh, the fucking Niners are scary, homie. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I just I just got to see I got to see something happen. I mean, I like Jimmy G's an all-time winning guy. He's a seventy percent winner. I mean, he does all these things. We know his skill set isn't great, but Jimmy he, G needs to go back to banging some porn stars and get that swag back. Yeah, he's a winner. Uh, who like right now? <laughs> NFC, AFC is kind of <laughs> AFC's more. We can kind of put it on a, you know three fingers basically. We, we can say the Chiefs, the Bills, and then the third team can be anybody from Miami to Baltimore to 
Fuck. That's pretty much it. Anyway, yeah. Uh, maybe the Bengals, right? Maybe the Bengals, if Chase comes back and they get going on D again and nope. make a run. Because I'll be honest, the Bengals didn't make a run until about this time last year either. Well, I agree with they were seven and seven when they beat Denver thirteen to or fifteen to thirteen or some shit, and then they went to the Super Bowl. But uh, I just I I don't foresee them being able to protect Burrow the same way they did last year, or should I say lack of protection? He had the most sacks in NFL history last year and the most sacks in playoff history at the same time, playing in every game, of course. Um it's I mean Monday night, Miles Garrett ate them a fucking live. They couldn't block anybody. Uh, and to be honest with you, I just don't see how the offensive line is going to be able to do that again. They're, he's not going to be able to cover up those warts this year again. So they're going to have to fix that shit before Cincinnati gets another shot, in my opinion. I would look at, realistically, and I know, I get it. I understand Tannehill's a bum and Malik Willis is a rookie. But there's just something about fucking Tennessee that I, I feel like if they get into the playoffs and they host a playoff game, this could be a year where they can make a run because they've failed so much in the past to make that run. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't be surprised at all. I'm pretty sure Buffalo and Tennessee play this weekend. That that's gonna be that's gonna be a really big game for me to see if Tennessee's quarterbacks can play to a level where they can go score 30 points to win a game. Because right now they play so slow and lethargic time possession based. It's it's hard to see if Tannehill or Malik Willis are going to be able to fucking lead this team when they take Derrick Henry away. Now, Buffalo plays your Jets. Oh, that's right. Yeah, good call. Never mind. Uh, minus 11 and a half, Buffalo. I think the Jets cover. I, I would – is it – it's in Jersey? Yep. Yeah, I'll take the Jets at home plus, plus 11 and a half, you said? Uh, Buffalo's yeah. plus 11? Yeah, I'm taking the fucking points on that shit. Bills are minus 11 and a half, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll take the Jets. So the Jets are plus 11 plus and a 11. half, then, right? Yeah. I'll take uh, the Jets plus 11 and a half. I think last week, intriguing. look, first of all, first of all, motherfuck the pat the, the, the quarterback uh, roughing calls, okay? That roughing the passer call last week for the Jets, Lawson, that was not an egregious hit. All He barely fucking hit him. He didn't drive him into the ground, and they took a pick six off the board. They take, they took, it was such a huge swing. It went from 17 to 3. All right. 17 to 3 to 10 to 6, 10 to 9, 13 to 10, and then fucking 19 to 10 and 20 fucking 2 to 17. If they go up 17 to 3, they fucking destroy New England in, in Jersey. So uh, these goddamn refs, bro, I'm telling you, these motherfucking refs need to be dealt with. They're killing me. I hate them. And I, it, it's making it's hard to fucking bet on these games. I got to like, evaluate the goddamn refs and which fucking crew is on the call so I don't get fucked by holding penalties or pass interference or whatever. Like, at some point, they just have to let them play. Yeah, that, that's not happening no more. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, two, two very intriguing games I got to talk about real fast. <coughs> Before you go fucking carpenter your house. I got Rams I'm not Bucks. Doing shit. <laughs> Rams, Bucks, and... And Seattle, Arizona. Seattle just keeps winning. Uh, Dog, Geno Smith, the AFC Player of the Month, and they got both the rookies, Wooten and Walker, are the rookies of the month on offense and defense. So the playoff game between Tampa and the Rams, that's a fucking playoff game. 
period. Whoever loses that game is fucked. Fucked. And not in a good way. That is so fucked up. In in Raymond James. So I, I, I think I'm going to have to go with the Rams, bro. J- Jensen's not back yet for Tampa. Tom can't move in the pocket the way that he needs to to avoid rush. Their offensive line is fucking terrible. I think Aaron Donald's going to play really pissed off. He likes fucking up Tom Brady. I hate that I'm going to say this, but I, I'm going to take the Rams to win on the road. And then it's curtains. For, uh, look, if the Rams lose, their season's over. If Tampa Bay loses, they can still win the division because the NFC South is dog shit. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's not really – it's a playoff game for one of them. The Seattle-Arizona game? I want to see Seattle and Pete Carroll get Cliff Kingsbury fucking fired. Yeah, I, I want Seattle to keep winning. And I don't know – I don't really care. Like, I don't give a fuck who wins. But I, there's just – it's a feel-good story, bro. I'm happy for Geno. I think it's really fucking cool that all those rookies are playing. Like, that's the thing I love about Pete Carroll. He plays his guys. He doesn't draft guys and sit them. He fucking drafts dudes. And he's like, fuck it. To the wolves you go. So I, I think that they have a ton of potential, and they play fucking hard, and they're just – they're set up for success. And Arizona <laughs> – that's a bunch of fuckboys, bro. Come on. The the leader of your team is Captain Fuckboy. I bet you that's his goddamn, like, modern warfare handle. Captain Fuckboy. One. Modern warfare. <laughs> I don't even know the game's name, dog. It's, it's unbelievable to me. Well, <laughs> my son last night was like, hey. I'm looking at the games and I had a hard dick, and now it's it's, it's in my asshole because there's no games to watch. <laughs> I don't, I don't no, this, this is a great college football weekend. All right, great let's college go to college. Watch the college game. Um, Georgia, Tennessee, everybody wants to know your take. Georgia, Tennessee. All right, so here's my take. Check out the TikTok page. First of all, before, 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 before you go there, give me your take real quick on the final, on the four BCS playoff teams and how oh, I think Michigan got absolutely fucked. I think, uh, I think Tennessee being one is a joke. Yep. And I think that we anoint everybody so quickly. And if we're going to jump Georgia with Tennessee, who has done nothing in 20 years because they're having a good year right now, and defending champ Georgia doesn't get more credit for what they're doing with losing nine NFL first-rounders on defense. Yep. Then why don't we jump Alabama with undefeated TCU? Why is UCLA ranked below SC? That is my issue with the committee. That is why I don't like this dumb shit. And I, 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 I think the college football playoff is worse than the BCS right now. That was just that, – that at least that was – okay – there's two teams and the computer's working it out. You have something to blame it on. This is just 12 assholes in a room just making picks on favorites. And I, look, I want total chaos, honestly. I want one loss Georgia, one loss Tennessee, one loss Alabama, undefeated Ohio State or undefeated Michigan, and the other one has one loss. I want Oregon to be one loss, SC to be one loss, one loss Pac-12 champion. TCU to be undefeated. I want Clemson to go undefeated. So they really have to look at this and go, okay, this fucking shit ain't working. This structure's broken. We got to fix this now. I mean, this is the year where they could play a 12-team playoff, and you could think anybody could win it. But probably it's going to end up being fucking Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, and Ohio State. And it's going to be like, oh, great. All these other teams that went undefeated and won their conference, it doesn't fucking matter if you did anything. 
And I, I just, I hate it. I think it's disgusting for college football. On top of all the conference realignment, this is just another bad look that takes such a pure game and ruins it. Um, the Georgia-Tennessee thing, before I get off here, I think Tennessee is going to get molly fucking whopped, bro. Like, I think Georgia's going to be really angry that the fucking voters were like, yeah, Tennessee's number one. I mean, they were six and six last year or some shit. So, And Matt, that's where, before you get out of here, that's why I think it's so unjust. For not only Georgia, but for Tennessee players, because yeah, Tennessee- it's almost it's almost like setting Tennessee up. Yeah, you remember a couple yes. of years ago, yes, when Mississippi State was ranked number one for a week, and then they went and played Alabama and got fucking destroyed. This yes. is exactly the same situation. This is this is like vaulting a team up to set them up for Georgia to have a win over a number one team, so they have something to say at the end of the season, like. Even though Georgia lost one game, they beat the number one ranked Tennessee Volunteers. So it, it I, I personally think it's a disservice to Tennessee, dog. Like, me too. I, I understand you've had a great year up to this point, but if you go beat Georgia in Athens, I will rank you number one. Yes, but I'm not gonna fucking rank you number one before you do that. They, they're the defending national title. And if like, I was hey, I'd be pissed. If I was hype, I'd be like, no, don't fucking make me. Yeah, work. you just fucked us. You gave you gave Georgia bulletin board material, and we didn't even say anything. Tennessee didn't say shit. Does LSU have a shot? Oh, yeah. The LSU has a shot. I don't think they'll win, but that's a rivalry game, bro. And rivalry games in college are different. All, again, I say this all the time. It's about motivation with college kids. They're not pros. It's about motivating them to get them to fucking think they're being spited or fucked. And they'll play hard as shit every time. So Brian Kelly's going to have his guys ready to play. That's for damn sure. No doubt. Hey, man, it's always good. I, I enjoy it. Uh, we gotta, we'll see you to this weekend. Have a great weekend, homie. All right, brother. Peace. Later. Um, hey, man, I'm going to go get out of here, get a piss, take a piss, get me some coffee, see what my dogs are tearing up. I'll be back in three minutes. Um. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Don't go nowhere. I'll be back for the last hour on my own. Peace. And I told you about this fucking MVP thing in the NFL. It is a popularity vote, whether it's good or bad, on or off the field. Let me break it down. Aaron Rodgers won the last two. Why? Because he's controversial off the field. Plus, we know he's the best ball spinner on it. Lamar Jackson that year was a popular guy. He came in ripping it, running around, freak of nature, all that shit. But we knew he wasn't going to win no real games. Anyone, guys that I know, guys that I know knew he wasn't going to win no meaningful playoff game. But they gave him the fucking MVP. Steve Nash beat Kobe Bryant twice for an MVP in the NBA. You don't think it's a popularity vote? You think Steve Nash deserves it over Kobe fucking Bryant? And then they played in the playoffs that same year? And Kobe fucking ripped his ass in a seven-game series and dominated him. But yet, Steve Nash got the fucking MVP. It is not the best. I'm just telling you. So, we're going to see the issues that you're going to see when Lamar Jackson faces a team other than the Jets, A, and B, when he can't stop throwing the football deep. Because if you ever see him throwing crossing routes or digs or curls or fucking even quick balls, he can't throw them. 
He can throw the ball deep, though. That's his comfort zone because he's used to loaded boxes, man-free, cover zero. Let's fucking let's fucking get everybody to, to bite in down the box, and we'll throw over the top. That's what he can do. So why wouldn't they do that? That's what they do. That is their offense. Why do you think Harbaugh has bought all the way in with all the quarterbacks they have on that roster? McSorley, him, Huntley. They're all the same quarterback. RG3 that's retired now. All the same. They run the same offense no matter who the quarterback is in that particular offense. The only team in the NFL doing it, by the way. The only team in the NFL that has bought all the way in and is completely sold on running triple option, double option, and RPO. Go watch any other team. Justin Fields in Chicago. They do it. And then the backup, who is the backup? Last year was who? The big redhead. He came in and they run in a pro-style offense. Completely different than what they do with Justin Fields. Trey Lance comes in last year for Jimmy G. What do they do? They run a little triple, a little RPO. When Jimmy G, what do they do? Pro-style. Completely different offense. No other team in the NFL runs the same offense with the backup quarterbacks. They run a completely different offense because it's just not smart for the NFL to run your quarterback. All right, I'm back. Let's get it cracking. Make sure you become a member and subscribe to our Patreon. Me and Sean Salisbury every Tuesday, Thursday, starting next week, world premiere. You'll be seeing some clips of us here um, soon. Um, No, I didn't say we should rank the teams based on last year's performance jump master Padre. But what has Tennessee proven to be better than the retaining champion, Georgia? Please let me know. I got to hear this. How? So let me ask you this, Hector, Wido, you guys are fighting guys, boxers. Who wins in a boxing match? The champ? Or the fucking guy that couldn't knock him out. Usually you got to knock a champion out. Why would you rank Tennessee ahead of Georgia if they haven't even fucking played yet? I'm just curious. Jesse, man, I have I have halted the the whiskey and uh, and uh, vodka. Uh, I'm 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 in the process of rebranding the name. Um, and going with a different distillery. So I will be announcing that very, very soon. Um, so I just want to let you know that uh, I'm, I'm announcing that very shortly. So just stay tuned. Um, but I'll be announcing that, okay? So once I finish that, you know, I'll let you guys know. But the Slapdick Cigars are at High Times Wines in Costa Mesa. You can order them online. Um, and, uh, you can call them and ask for Sean and I will be putting that all on my social media. So you'll be seeing that shortly. Um, So that's all I got to say on that one. I'll let you guys know soon, though. Um, 
Yeah, dog. I just don't get the self the quick anointing of of Tennessee. You set up those kids to lose this weekend. I'm just telling you right now. So. And by the way, if we're going to, based on your question, right? We're going to use last year. No, we're not using last year. So then if we are using last year, um, let me ask you something. Why is TCU not ranked above Alabama then? Mr. Smartass? <laughs> um, So, I don't know. That's just me. I think Michigan should be over over Ohio State all day because of their common denominator. Penn State was an absolute drumming by them, and Ohio State struggled. That is the two the best team, common opponent, and that is what I think Michigan should have been in there. That's my take. I'm just telling you. Um, so... Anyway, let's get to uh, a few things I wanted to get into. Um, Tennessee, Georgia. You got Tennessee traveling to Athens. Um, Tennessee's been awesome on offense, but Tennessee's defense to me, um, Tennessee's defense to me is the unsung hero here. That is my opinion. That's my personal opinion. That is what I truly believe. I think the unsung hero here is Tennessee's defense. And if they can stop Georgia um, and slow them down a little bit, then I think they have a real shot at this. So that's just me. Um, so I don't know. I'm not big on the game. I don't, I, you know, I'll watch it here and there if I'm home, but if not, who knows? Uh, and then Hooker's like 70% completion. Stetson Bennett's at 68. Hooker's got 2,300 yards passing. Um, so does Stetson Bennett. Hooker's got 25 touchdowns, one pick. Stetson's got 15 touchdowns, three picks. I mean, uh, you know, obviously, Hendon Hooker looks better right now. Um, but, you know, that's just what it is. So, um, both teams coming off a bye week, uh, Alabama LSU game. I don't know. I think Alabama's going to win that. I don't see LSU getting that one done. Uh, and, and in the last five games in Death Valley, Alabama has outscored LSU 135 to 40. So I just want to throw that out there for all you betters. 135 to 40, the last five games in Death Valley, Alabama has absolutely owned them. So the only difference this year is going to be Brian Kelly. Is it Brian Kelly? Does he make that big of a difference? And that is what you're going to have to do when you bet this game. Um, does Jaden Daniels show up? Uh, you know, Daniels only has one pick. Bryce has three. It's going to be a good game, I think. LSU scored 45 points in back-to-back -back games. So LSU is averaging 35 points a game. Alabama's only allowing 16. Something's got to give. Um We'll see. I don't know. Notre Dame holds Clemson. Another game I wanted to ask Matt about. Does Alabama, does Clemson 
continue to win or do they struggle with Notre Dame? And what is going to happen with DJ? Is DJ going to be the guy? Obviously, I think he's the starter, but is he on a short leash? And when that happens, you don't, I don't know how well you can play when you know that you will be pulled if you struggle at all. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, let me get into something I want to ask you guys. If you have to pick a quarterback, a running back, and two wide receivers to roll with in the NFL for the next five seasons, who are they and why? I want to ask that to the community chat here. I want to get that rolling. I want to ask that question. Um, I want to know who it is and why. Uh, it's very interesting question. Um, pick a quarterback, a running back, two receivers. Who do you roll with in the NFL for the next five years? Two wideouts. Man, dog, the fact that Jefferson is pretty much available week in and week out, the fact that Devontae Adams usually plays, the fact that Chase has had a little bit of injury issues, the two wideouts I would take if I had to pick a team today and I only have two receivers I'm going to take Jefferson and Devontae Adams because of their age health and how good they are on the outside looking in my my next two would probably be Cooper Cup Mike Evans or Cooper Cup Chase or Mike Evans Chase those would be my other two receivers so those would be my top four but if I had to pick a quarterback, a running back, and two receivers to roll with for the next five seasons, if I was running a team, my quarterback I would have to roll with. Shit. For the next five, you know what? I would I would actually roll with probably Burrow. I would take Burrow. Jefferson at wideout, Devontae Adams at wideout, and the running back that I would take would have to be wow. One running back with that roster and that team, I would take Josh Jacobs. I would take Josh Jacobs at running back. I would take Jefferson and Devontae with Burrow. If I had to take that for the next five years, I couldn't. I'm trying to match a team up as a coach that would come that would go together. See, Derrick Henry with that quarterback and two receivers don't fit. Jacobs fits that quarterback and those receivers to my system. Now, you guys can pick who you want. I'm just throwing that that question out there. 
I wanted to throw it out there. If you had to pick a quarterback, a running back, and two receivers for the next five years, who are you rolling with? Um, and then you can also throw in a tight end if you want later on and say, who is your tight end? And, you know, you take Kelsey, you take Goddard, you take Andrews, do you take Kittle? Uh, it's a hard question, man. I just I got that proposed to me, and I thought that was a good question to ask. Reading the chat, why, Brian? I didn't. I just looked over here right now. Um, Chase Jefferson, Burrow, and Jacobs. Pretty close, Gorian. Pretty close. Um, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, it's a lot of. I don't know. Um, anybody wants to call in? I'll post the chat. I'll post the link in the chat. And uh, if you guys want to call in, you got a question, call in. Everybody on TikTok, come on over to my live YouTube. I'm here for another few minutes. Uh, if you want to call in, ask a few questions, call in, give me a shot. I'll post the, the, the uh, I'll, I'll post it in the chat. Members only. I ain't talking to you if you ain't a member. Um, you better become one. $1.99. Call up in. Call in here. Chop it up. I do on TikTok. I didn't see your name, but I think that uh, I think that Sam Hartman, the quarterback at Wake Forest, is the best quarterback in the. I think he's the best. I think they're the best quarterback uh, in NFL ready quarterback is Sam Hartman, and I don't know why he's not in there. So uh, I like Najee. I don't know. if I don't I like Najee, but you know, I'm not sure. Uh I like Najee, but you know, it's it's interesting to see. Uh it's interesting to see that one. I'm not sure if I if if he's ready yet. I don't put him on that top echelon of guys. I don't put him on the top echelon of guys yet. Um but he's nice. He's good, but I'm not putting him up there as my favorite i like jonathan taylor too but he's been a not he's been a figment of what he was he's a nobody this year he's been injured or hurt or something i don't know what's happening with him i don't know you know how that's going to work out but you know it is what it is marcus cruz what up dog what are you doing homie jacket off in your car or what no, nah, man, I'm on the side of the road smoking a black and mild driving to Texas. What's good? Hey, where are you driving to? I'm driving to Dallas. I, I own a sprinter company. I, I got a load from Washington to Dallas. Okay, so you in Houston. Yeah. What's going to say? Uh, you got the Huskies tonight? Washington Huskies at home? Uh, they're a home favorite against a ranked Oregon State team in prime time. Um, man, I like Oregon State. Really? Why? Why you like Oregon State? I just like I like I like what my 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 I like what he does. Uh, Jonathan Smith, the head coach, he's a good friend of mine. I like what he does when he's the underdog. He's, okay, he's you got to rock with the friends. I feel that. What if I told you unranked teams at home being favored against ranked teams win eighty percent of the time? 
Yeah, that might be true. I, the, the thing is, you know, every time that Jonathan Smith plays a team that's very much more uh, roster-heavy strength, USC, Notre Dame, uh, LSU a couple years ago, Oregon State shows up. So he gets his guys to rally to the occasion. I, I don't know. I think Oregon State can pull it off. No, I feel you. I feel you. Um, we're gonna, it's supposed to be red and real bad tonight, so. That's not looking good for the Washington pass game. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, man, I appreciate you calling, though. You got to do it more often, homie, and then don't get ran over by no truck in Dallas. I'm good. I got, I got premium insurance. So if you know me, I, I have money like you. All right. Hey, you got to get rid of Boost Mobile, homie, because we can't hear you. But I appreciate you calling in. All right. B-Mart, what up? Yeah. What's going on, Coach? Not one shit. How many books you got, motherfucker? Man, I still only got that one. Only the one. If I get any, if I get any more, I return them. I promise you. <laughs> you don't got to return. Go sell them, motherfucker. You probably sold three of them. What's up? <laughs> That's cap. No. What I you got, do I, Why did you show up for the cigar thing, dog? What's cracking? Man, that's far. I'm in L.A. and Hollywood. We got that's far. It's 30 minutes, dog. You live in L.A. now, homie. It's everything's no. 30 minutes. I think. I think I looked it up. It was like a almost like a. An hour and forty minute drive with traffic. And Hell, nah, man. It's not even that far from my house, and I'm all the way in the IE. And then also on low key, my my girl got her DUI, so then that shit kind of fucked shit up too. So, hey, excuses are like assholes, dog. Hey, I had to deal with that. She she fucked up a little bit, so. But what you gonna do? Nah, but I called in just because um I wanted to see what's a uh, what's up with the new bullies uh, hoodie. I'm trying to get that. The Is what? The new bullies hoodie. Sweater, uh, isn't it up now? Here, I'll, I'll check after I get off this. But I've been asking you for a little bit, trying to see where's where's that. I want you to make a purchase. You dig? I hear you. Uh, if it ain't up, then I'll get it up today. All right then. All right then. I don't, hey. don't be calling in like you. Uh, look at this, mother. Hey, that looks like Cali, dog. Right. Hey, it's a great day to have a great day, baby. Hey, I hear that. I'm going to keep my, mute, my mic muted. I don't know if I'm too loud with the wind. Nah, you good. Hey, I want to see you take, like, Chase Senior takes a chug. I just want to see you run full speed and dive in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I put I uh, I 20 on that shit. AirPods <laughs> probably kill Hey, B-Mart. What's good? You got Bama or LSU? Oh, definitely Bama. Come on now. QB1? Just look at the QB1s. And then Jalen Dennis is not going to be running on Bama. If he does, he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. You got Tennessee, Georgia. That one. Where's, where are they playing? At, at UGA? Athens? Yeah. I'm going to go UGA then. UGA. You got Clemson, Notre Dame. Oh, that's I gotta go Clemson with that one, even though I hate those motherfuckers. But Clemson, those motherfuckers. Why though? Shout out, go go enjoy the beach, dog. Uh, appreciate you. Um, hey, you ever made that 10k bet on what was it, Kansas to win the Big 12? Ah, fuck no. <laughs> Glad I didn't. Glad I didn't. Yeah, I, I would have. If the quarterback didn't get hurt, I would have. True. 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 Um. Who you got? Rams, Bucks. 
Damn. That one sucks because I had Bucks against the Ravens and the Bucks fucked me. I knew the Rams were gonna lose the 49ers. I knew that was gonna happen. And where where are they playing? Tampa Bay or LA? Tampa. Tampa. You gotta think Tom Brady gonna put it together. So I, I think I'll I think I'll go with Tampa Bay. They gotta they gotta bring it together. Um okay. the Rams their O line is just so bad, and I just think Tampa Bay's D-line has to at least show up against the Rams. What about the Chiefs and the Titans? The Chiefs are not going to run too high defense and let Derrick Henry run for 200 yeah. yards. Yeah. did. And Malik Willis is going to get his second start. He can't win a game with his arm. And uh, I think that uh, the Chiefs are probably going to blow them out. Yeah, I think it's gonna, that's going to be similar to last night, like the Eagles and the uh, Texans, where that first half, the Titans are probably going to be in it. But come second half, it's going to come to once they get that stop or two, they're just going to put that 14, 10-point lead, and then they're going to have to abandon that run, and they're going to have to throw that bitch. So you got to throw that bitch to win. You can't, you can't. Yeah, Bills, Jets. Bills, Jets. I'm going Bills. I'm going Bills. I'm going to roll with the Jets uh, covering. Not, be, not winning, but I'm going to have them cover 11 and a half. That's what you should have done with the Texans, the cover. That was – that was the and there wasn't no money in that. <laughs> well, if you put 500, you would have got at least some, like what, 300 back or something? 400 back? Hey, it's, it's not that about, shit, it's about the hit. If I can't beat what I put in, I'm not betting. Well, then, I don't know. You got, you're got looking for those plus odds all the time, I guess. You're looking for the I do, I do. I only bet plus odds. And then you should have gotten the Magic last night beating the Warriors. You should have gotten that one, though. I did. You did? Okay. Yeah, I came back from 16 down. Dog has saved me. I, I got me 80 bucks back. Okay, okay. So you got one hit. Hey, it is what it is. Um, all right, B-Mart. Don't go out here and get, you know, don't get pegged, homie, out here in these L.A. streets. Come on, dog. <laughs> That's not all happening. Right, later. Um, uh-oh. Um. Hey, man, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. Go to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch. Go get you some gear. Matt McChesney's gear is on there, too. 6-0 Academy, plus his Savage hoodies. And Last Chance Q gear is now on there as well. Plus, we got some polos. We got some fire merch on there. Go get it. Go check it out. Uh, man, it's been another week. Appreciate you. Uh, I'll be traveling to Dallas for the Army All-American game uh, in the middle of December, 15th through the 19th. I'll be in Dallas. You guys come out and check your boy out. Uh, I'll be coaching the Army All-American game. Sean, Sean Salisbury is coaching it with me, and Noel Mazzoni, Matt McChesney is going to be coaching. Uh, we'll be announcing that, uh, that. We'll be trying to look reach out to some coaches here soon and uh, look for some coaches in high school to come out and do it too, so. If you want to see that, make sure you head on over there and check it out. So before I get out of here, Jeremiah, man, what's up with twins, dog? What's going on? Look at that. I know I love this hoodie. Yeah, it ain't I'm, a, it ain't I'm a fr- you know though, coach, I'm kind of a messy eater. You know, that's why I got the beard now. So I'm afraid to wear it much because I'll fucking stain it, you know, get spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I already stained it last night. I already stained it last night. I gotta get the black one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Matt's too. That's cool, man. I, I dig him, man. He's a good dude, man. I like hearing his. Yeah, Matt's good, dude. Cool he, uh, I think we're good. 
together. We 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 can. Yeah, talk. you are, Coach. You are. You guys feed off each other. You don't. He doesn't agree with everything that you have to say, which is pretty good. And he has an opinion. And you know, I mean, like anytime you can use experience. I love hearing people, you know, he played O-line, D-line, and then he was an NFL player. You played quarterback. I think it's a nice mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, who the Giants got? Uh, we are uh, – are we by? We're a by. We're a oh, by. Yeah, 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 we got the by. We're going to win that game, Coach. I think we got hey, – You better <laughs> – hey, I'm going to be honest. People don't realize, though, that is a very, very – that is the single most important week of the season. Yeah, no, I mean, we needed it. Couldn't come at a better time because uh, I don't feel like we lost to Seattle. I mean, Richie James fumbles the ball twice. We fucking maybe win that game. We were in the game. You know, I mean, you know, DJ's been doing it, man. He's not turning the ball over. Um, a lot of Giants fans can't stand him, but, you know, we're winning games. So, I don't know. Uh, this second half is going to be the real meat and potatoes. Hey, I'm just, I just, I think Dable's like me. I don't, I think he's going to be so, I, I was the biggest asshole on bye weeks of any other week because you got to be, man. You got to get the most out of those cats and the, and your staff for bye week. They, they think it's a week off. We don't have a week off. We got to win the shit. We got to beat the fuck out of bye week. And that is real talk. And I used to em emphasize the shit out of that. Uh, every single season I've ever coached. Beat the shit out of bye week, and you got to do it. People don't realize how important that week is because if you take the week off and get nothing out of it, shit, you're going to get fucking mollywopped the next week. So it is what it is, but we'll see. Yeah. Are you enjoying the mornings? You seem at your best. Yeah, I like it, man. I, I, I got so – I had too much going, man. I I, I was – I was. Uh, it was taken away from everything else I have going Coach, the numbers. You triple the num you're doing triple the numbers in the morning that you were doing in the afternoon. Makes no yeah. sense. You have yeah. to do the morning. Yeah. And, and I was I doing both. I was doing both shows just to get, cause the afternoon was growing too, but I was like, let me, I was doing both for a while to get, to get it acclimated to come on over. So, you know, the I mean, it comes out at 5 a.m. for me, but whatever. <laughs> I know the only problem is it's harder to get guests on in the morning. Live, live. Well, don't don't forget too, man. You can do those pre-recorded things. You're doing a good job with that. I know you had. Yeah, uh, you know, I, yeah we do the pre-recorded shit, uh, <laughs> which is going to be like you know, last chance Q stuff with Sean. We're going to do that so we can edit it and everything, and and we'll post those as premieres uh, every Tuesday and Thursday. But those are going to be two-hour shows. You know what I mean? So well, you know, hey, since you've got Sean on, and and I just have to say, I think one of the best radio interviewers of all time is Dan Patrick, and I know Sean and Dan go way back and i'm just telling you ask sean about him i think he's the og of sports radio i know jim rome been doing it a long time in southern california too jim's a good radio interviewer too but uh i i you know i mean like if you get half as good as that guy sky's a fucking limit for you and you are i know this is not something you said you ever wanted to do but right like uh, my favorite things to hear is you talking with another you know, another football guy and you're just jiving and it just goes, it's so yeah. fluid. It's like a conversation. The best interviews are conversations and, and yeah. you already can do that. And you love the back and forth. So, you know, fuck Wido, by the way, it's 18 fucking degrees here. <laughs> we got snow. I spent all day yesterday plowing my driveway with my four wheeler and shit. So. It's 18 degrees there. Yeah. Yeah. We had snow, you know, I was in Vegas last week, so. We it snowed while I was gone. I knew it. I know I had to, and that's why we went to Santa Monica early October because 
I think it snowed while we were there too. So it's like, yeah, I mean, we don't really have a fall. So I got another six months of winter. I can't do it. I, I, I can't do it. I, I mean, I don't mind. I like the cold. I like the seasons, but. Oh, I think I got wife. You know, we want to maybe buy some property in LA. I think we're going to maybe kind of. Uh, do a little bit of LA a bit. I love LA. I, I love Santa Monica. Loved it. Loved it. It was, and you know, I know, you know, it does get a little cold there. It but, doesn't uh, get cold here. Well, I, you know what, coach? I know you say that, but I'm, I think you guys just get used to it. But I saw Californians running around in jackets and shit when it was like 60. Yeah, because they're pussy. <laughs> They've never been out of California. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool, uh, man. Well, I, I'll let you go, Coach. I just want to say, hey. Yeah. Take wonder, it easy. Uh, has anyone, hey, TJ, has anyone talked to uh, Josh Fele? Where has he been at? Oh, yeah. I hope he's all right, man. hope he's good. I haven't seen him in a minute. Um, yeah, I know you want, you expected his event. By the way, I wanted to ask you before I do go, how was the event? I, I was cool, man. We, uh, we sold 400 cigars that day, and then we've had like a thousand bots since. So we're just getting it going. I haven't even been able to advertise it really yet because we're, we're figuring out distribution online and it's becoming a problem. So it's, it's kind of well, hard. Coach, to- can I say something? When you get your whiskey and vodka stuff like ironed out, do another event, but give us advance notice and I will fly down from Alaska for it. Yeah, no, we'll do. If we'll, I got a month's notice, I probably can yeah, do it. When we launch the new one, guaranteed, it'll be a few months notice. Yeah, I'd like to come down for it because I I was telling my wife we were doing the Vegas trip. I was like, shit, we were already traveling. I go, I could have just flown, stopped off at Newport Beach, said, hey, what's up? Surprise you. Been like, hey, how's it going? Well, I wanted to come check it out. And I actually am a cigar guy. Like, I love cigars. My uncle got me uh, into man. man. Yeah, Drew, Drew Estate just sent me fucking about $5,000 worth of shit the other day. Uh, nice. Out of nowhere. So it was cool. So That's cool. Smoke All right, coach. Peace. All right, Jeremiah. Good seeing you, man. I'll talk to yep. you later on. Hey, it's always a good day to have a good day right here on the Coach JB Show. I appreciate everybody hitting the like button. Subscribe. Become a member if you're not one. This week, it'll be epic. More videos to come. Uh, and uh, you'll see me tonight. I'll be speaking at some high schools, and then I'll be at a game, observing it, chilling. Uh, the high school game. Haven't been to a game in a long time, so... I got to get ready to do all these things today. So I'm going to get out of here a little couple minutes early. Appreciate you guys, man. CoachJBStore.com. Check it out. And uh, go get you some gear and some merch. And go go check out Hector's show and Wido's show because Hector's going to talk about betting and everything involved. And make sure you follow him on the Stat Lab. Hey, man, I appreciate everybody, man. And I'll uh, see you guys Monday as long as the asteroid don't fucking hit us. Appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Peace.